This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, June 9th. Morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a man has been arrested for a robbery in Wilmington, and police are questioning him in connection with the weekend shooting, shooting death of a Duncan store manager in North Philadelphia, and sources say he's also a suspect in two other murders. Mm. 39-year-old Keith Gibson has been taken into custody and is being held on robbery offenses in connection with an incident at a Rite Aid at 4th and Adams Street in Wilmington on Tuesday morning, according to police. Now, Gibson was taken into custody without incident. He was wearing a, a ballistic vest and was in possession of a loaded firearm, ammunition, a knife, and narcotics. He is facing a slew of charges, including robbery and weapon offenses. Fortunately, no one was injured on Tuesday. However, sources say that Gibson is being questioned in the murder of 41-year-old Duncan manager Christine Lugo, who was killed on June 5th while opening a store in Philadelphia. Investigators are also questioning Gibson about the murder of Leslie Basilo uh, at a T-Mobile store in Ellesmere. Authorities in Philadelphia were also brought in to investigate if Gibson had any involvement in the murder of his mother, 54-year-old wow. Christine Gibson, who was shot and killed at her office back in February. Wow, I had seen something about the, the Duncan murder, or the murder he, in the robbery. He uh, She handed over the money. Yeah. And, and he shot her in he the head. Yeah. Anyway. Awful. Yeah. Absolutely. So awful. this guy's just a flat out killer. I mean, it wasn't because he was afraid of leaving a witness or, yeah. No. I mean, this no. just, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia detectives are now working to extradite Gibson back to the city, but no timetable has been given. Severe weather caused flash floods and brought down trees across parts of the Philadelphia region on Tuesday afternoon. An east branch of the Brandywine Creek overflowed its banks and flooded the roadway in Kerr Park in Downingtown. The creek crested at 12, uh, 12, 12.36 feet at 9.30 last night, which they said is considered major flood stage. The heavy rain caused a few water rescues during the height of the storm, but no injuries were reported. Heavy rain caused a lot of the local roads to flood as well and stranded some commuters at their businesses during the evening rush. There was a report of lightning strike at a home on Somerset Drive in Monroe County, and the storm forced the closure of the Route 30 bypass between Coatesville and Downingtown. Uh, and then, like Preston, like you mentioned, we have another day of, uh, they're saying, high yeah. humidity and possible thunderstorms later this afternoon. So more of that, uh, and then also later in the week as well. Yeah, I was out driving in it for a little bit yesterday, uh, not by choice. I just was out. And uh, and so it, it was uh, rather unpleasant at times. But uh, on my way in here this morning, right around the corner, uh, it looked like something got either struck by lightning or uh, you know blown down by the wind. But the, the, well, a tree a, or... the traffic light, really, yeah, and huh. it was knocked down by a tree. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I guess it was pretty bad around yeah, there it, as well. It tore through uh, Mount Airy. You know, it was in latter part of the afternoon. Yeah. We, well, I can tell pretty you pretty heavy duty. I can tell you exactly what time it came through because it canceled our family picnic. Oh. Oh my God! And no field day. What no is going field on? Field day. No picnic. No graduation. I mean, this is just absurd. It, well, it's, oh it, it sucks God. too. You're right because there's a ton of graduations and things that are. Yeah, my son was having their rehearsal last night. And they had to get. Uh, yeah. They had to cancel. They had to uh, uh, stop it part of the way through. Marissa. My mom came in, and my friend's mom came in from Bethlehem to go to the flower show, and oh, that yes. got Oh, my God. You know what? I was actually, I was thinking about that yesterday, and of course this morning, that's what everybody's talking about is, you know, it's awesome that the flower show is outside. Yes. But now this they have to worry about about this stuff and how they yeah. had, they said they had to shut it down yesterday. Yep. Uh, but it came through at about one twenty-two. Uh, <laughs> that's when you freaked out. Just be, what the hell? 
A cicada is to blame for causing a car crash in Cincinnati. The insect flew through an open window, <laughs> striking the driver in the face on Monday night, Cincinnati oh police said. You can laugh because uh, the motorist drove off of the road, uh, crashed into a utility pole, but he wasn't injured. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh. Uh, he just damaged the vehicle. So no serious injuries. He only sustained a minor injury. Yeah, I was just flying and I just hit this guy's face and I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I have not been drinking. Police tweeted out photos showing uh, how heavily damaged the car was. Cicadas are swarming across uh, the Cincinnati area. They're part of the brood X, which emerged from the ground every 17 years to mate. That, I, that would freak me out if oh a cicada God. hit me in the face. Are you they're, they're big bugs. Yes, they're big, and they yeah. have red eyes, and they're disgusting. <laughs> they have red eyes. Yeah, I've, red um, eyes, I tell you. I've, you know, when I'm riding my bike, I've gotten uh, bugs that will fly into my helmet, into oh, my sunglasses. Gross, yes. It's really, it's it's scary. I've, I still haven't crashed yet, knock on wood, but uh, I don't know Well, you why. know, when something flies in your car, like, you, you're, I would be, like, you waving my hand trying to get it out, yes, and yeah. so I could easily see how this happens. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm amazed that we have not seen the cicadas. Where the hell are they? I, I, I hope we're not tempting fate. But I know. I, I, no, no, I, no, 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 no. When we mentioned this the other day, we were flooded with text messages. They're like, you guys should shut the hell up because they're driving me oh, crazy. No, so I, they're around. They're out no, there. Listen, my my friend, her entire yard, she lives on a farm. The entire farm <clears throat> is filled with them. Right. I'm just, us here, like around this area, I haven't seen one. I, I haven't seen any. I heard them for the first time the other day. And so they they must have little pockets that are worse than others. Little so. cicada pockets. Well, yeah. they, they said um, a big determining factor of how many you were going to see was also like the development in the area. Because a lot of them could have been dug up. If you have new communities oh, or no new kidding. strip yeah. malls and stuff like that, a lot of them were, you know, yes. were dug up. Uh, yeah. Our entire yard was turned over a couple of years ago. So I hope that works in our favor. But in my general right. area, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, so we'll see. And be careful. Keep your windows up. Yes. All right, in sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Atlanta Hawks last night in South Philly, 118 to 102. Shake Milton came off the bench and scored 14 points, and Joel Embiid had a playoff best 40 points and 13 rebounds. Milton played a valuable 14 minutes and played uh, and helped the Sixers regain the lead in the second half on their way to the win that now ties the series at one game apiece. Game three is Friday night in Atlanta. Tip-off is at 7.30. Across the street, the Phillies also played a team from Atlanta but lost to the Braves at the ballpark. Oh. Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna Jr., and William Contreras each hit a solo home run in the Braves' rally to beat the Phillies 9-5. J- what the f*** is this? JT Real Muto and... Bryce Harper hit solo home runs for the Phils, while Aaron Nola allowed four runs and seven hits, striking out seven in five innings. The series continues tonight, and Zach Eflin will get the start. Game time is at 7.05. In the NHL playoffs, there were two games last night. The Tampa Bay Lightning closed out their series against the Hurricanes with a 2-0 win in Carolina. The Lightning won the series in five games and now move on to the NHL's semifinals. And out west, the Vegas Golden Knights rallied from a 2-0 third period to beat the Colorado Avalanche in Denver, winning 3-2 in overtime. Vegas now leads that series three games to two. And that's what I have for you this morning. Ah, thank you very much, Kathy. A Wednesday. <laughs> Hey, we're at the midweek point, and uh, we're happy to have you on board this morning, friend. We've got some things going on. Do we have a secret text word, Casey? Yes, we do. All right, so we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets. We to do! Uh, Shinedown, oh. which is great, because we just made the announcement uh, the other day. And 
And uh, it's September 11th at the Met, so all you have to do is get started by texting the word SECRET to 39333. We'll bounce this word back to your phone, and then uh, we'll ask you to call in with that word later on. Uh, today in the designated caller wins those tickets, then we'll grab a random texter too, so why not? Even if you can't be with us later on, then you got a chance to win. So text word SECRET to 39333. Uh, tickets on sale, by the way. Uh, this Friday for that show at the Met and complete details, including uh, pre-sale taking place tomorrow and an extra chance to win. You can find it at WMMR.com. Sign up to be a VIP. You might win some tickets. You have nice. to opt in for the emails in order to do that. All right. So uh, on the program uh, this morning, besides that, uh, it is a big event with uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, Independence. There's a radiothon taking place with WMMR and our sister stations, yeah. too. And so there's a goal, by the way, for the Big Brothers Big Sister. So we have, uh, we're going to talk to later on this morning, the CEO of the group, uh, Marcus Allen, who's been on the program many times throughout the years. He is doing a 3,700-mile bike ride from San Francisco to Atlantic City. He started a few days ago. Yeah. And he's on his way, and we're going to check in with him at some point uh, this morning, probably in the 9 o'clock hour. But we're going to remind you throughout the course of the day. Uh, to sign up and look into Big Brothers Big Sisters. So the big goal uh, for the Miles for Mentoring campaign is to raise $105,000 and 105 mentors by July 23rd in recognition of the 105-year anniversary of Big Brothers Big Sisters Independence. So um, you can check out the information and get involved by visiting miles.givesmart.com or to make a donation, you can text MILES to 76278. So we'll talk to Marcus. We'll see how his drive or ride is going at about 9.30 this morning. So I was talking to him, Preston, and he's uh, he he's done his share of cycling, but this is like nothing he has ever even no, considered. Sure. I wonder how many miles a day he's doing. This is something that I would like to do. This is something that obviously I can't do now because I... Have this rising right. career, but uh, you know when this career is over, and We're I have bike around the world, and I have a little bit. No, I'd like to. I'd like to ride my bike across coast the country. to coast. Yeah, coast yeah, coast. yeah. Uh, but like, I would. I'm very interested to talk to him to see how he's doing it, how many miles a day he's doing, and uh, how he feels. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll check in with Marcus around nine thirty this morning, and uh, I'm sure we've got the details at uh, WMMR.com, PressAndSteve.com, so you can make your donations. Now we also have to find out. Who the coolest teacher of the year is at Cinnamons in the high school in Cinnamons in New Jersey. And then we have to choose another one. But we put the word out and we now have a winner. So let us announce that name from Cinnamons in the high school. The tallies came in and we would like to announce Senora Mary Orfano as the coolest teacher of the year. Now... I have a question. Have we ever had a foreign language teacher win the coolest teacher? We had a Spanish teacher. We did have a Spanish teacher. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, here's another one. Bibliotech. Uh, There you go. (laughs) Library, right? Uh, Las Papas Fritas to you, Steve. (laughs) Senora Mary Orfanos. What does that mean that you just said? Uh, The French fries. The French fries. The French fries. (laughs) Uh, She's been teaching there since 1999. Her husband is also a Spanish teacher, Uh, we found out. Uh, They have two sons, so we're going to (laughs) find out. A little bit more about her, hopefully, later on this morning. If you know Senora Orfanos, make sure that you let her know that she's won. And to get this call at some point after 7 o'clock. Uh, and we'll give her the prize. Of course, we're going to move the coolest teacher to your coffee mug. Uh, tickets to the MM Barbecue, a, uh, where she'll sit in the coolest teacher section with a coolest teacher T-shirt and a $25 gift card from our friends at Acme Markets. All right.
Let's do another one. That's you. It's my turn. We have today and tomorrow, and then we're done uh, because we'll do the final voting for the Friday tomorrow. But let me reach in here. Let's get one we've never had before. Let's see if that can happen. All right. School that is up next is Haddon Heights Senior High School in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. All right. Haddon, Haddon Heights High School. It's up to you to place your votes. You have about 24 hours, about 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll wrap up the voting, and then we'll find out who you voted for and give them the prizes. It's very simple. You just text the word TEACHER to 39333, and then we'll send the voting link to you. So Haddon Heights Senior High School. Make sure you let them know in the front office what's going on. Notable alumni include Ray Fisher from uh, Dawn of Justice. Cyborg. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He That's is, awesome. He's a Jersey guy. That, yeah. Yeah, we spoke to him uh, uh, after Justice League came out. That's awesome. We should tweet at him. Yeah, yeah, for real. And we recently, not the high school, but we recently talked about Haddon Heights. I think you went there or drove through there or something, and you were talking about what a cute little town it is. Was that Haddon Heights? I think it was Haddon Heights, yeah. Okay, uh, that's where uh, Sarah uh, Parker, uh, she and her husband run a um, uh, an escape room. Yeah. And that's where we went, so if that's Haddon Heights, then yes, that's a lovely town. It's a lovely hey, town. Hamlet. Uh, yeah. It's a lovely little hamlet. Yes. Uh, so, we're set to go, so Haddon Heights Senior High School, make sure that you pass along the word and also get in the vote. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We'll get in to the entertainment report and the super question, so stay put. That's coming up next. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Summer is here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the precious meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. For doing this thing with Big Brothers, Big Sisters this morning, going to check in with their CEO, uh, Marcus Allen, later on. It's a big uh, campaign. He's riding on a 3,700-mile bike ride from San Francisco <laughs> to Atlantic City, and we're trying to raise funds and also get some people who can mentor the littles. We need some bigs to mentor the littles. So I'm going to do a stupid question that involves a big brother. Ah. All right, so I just came up with this. In uh, the Wonder Years... Kevin Arnold's big brother's name is what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. It was the first big brother that popped into my head the last second here. So let's see if you know the answer to that in uh, the Wonder Years. Kevin Arnold's big brother's name is what? 215-263-WMMR. On the show, not the uh, the actor. Birthdays today on Wednesday, June 9th. We'll start off with a local one. It's Heather Mitz's birthday oh, today. Love Heather Mitz. Heather Mitz, 42? 43. 43, 43. years old yeah. today. I saw her at a golf outing. It was uh, bike, uh, Michael Barkhands, not Michael Markhands. Uh, <laughs> golf that should outing. be his nickname. Michael Markhands. Michael! So uh, he uh, he has a, a golf outing for his, his charitable endeavors every year, and I saw her. Did I tell you that she said to say hi? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. She's also currently training for a marathon and hates every second of it. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good luck, Heather. Uh, it's uh, She shares a birthday with Johnny Depp. Hey! 
Johnny Depp is is uh, 58 years old today. For 15 straight minutes. <laughs> yes, please. I've been watching you. Who's the best? Putting your big fat fingers into your disgusting mouth, which is filled with God knows what kind of bacteria. And then you take the same big fat filthy fingers <laughs> and you stuff them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption. What the f*** are you thinking, John? Well, I wasn't thinking, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Just don't do it again. Uh, that is such a great role. We, we've been playing that from time to time. It's from the movie Black Mass. It's so the, good. The Whitey Bulger story. Uh, and he's fantastic in it. He easily could have won Best Actor that I year. Agree. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. even nominated, I know. though. No, That's I know. crazy. No. It's, it's, it's a brilliant role. that He pulls it off fantastically. Uh, but he's what, what, whatever you think about Johnny, he's a great actor, man. He sure great is. Great actor. Ed Wood is one of my favorite movies of all time. He turns uh, 58 today. Uh, it's also Michael J. Fox's birthday. Wow. Today. Yeah. Uh, I always he's, loved him. He's got two years on uh, Johnny. It's 60 what? years old today. Michael wow. J. Fox is 60? Yeah. Marty McFly is 60? Yeah. I saw a, uh interview with him recently, or maybe it was I was reading an article. He's... um. He's done acting. He's 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 wrapping oh, really? up. Yeah, he that was essentially the deal. Remember, he's on like Rescue Me, and I think he was on a few other shows. Designated Survivor. He had a yeah, uh, a run yeah. uh, oh. for a little while too. It was great. How is his Parkinson's? Um, it is. You know, it's you. I me personally with my hearing issues, kind of had a hard time understanding him oh. sometimes because he does kind of mumble. It's part mm-hmm. of uh, the way his speech pattern is now. But he seems to be fine. I yeah. mean, it, in and he's coping with it fine. He's you know, it, it, it takes its toll. The, the older you get, the worse it can get. And uh, he manages it. Uh, and he seems to be happy. Uh, in this interview I was reading, he's in a good place. He just likes being, you know, a husband and a dad and and, um, yeah. and going about his life. Right, you know? right. So, uh, but what a great actor. What, uh, what a great person, from what I understand as well. So, happy 60th to Michael J. Fox. Sha-la-la-la. Yeah. la uh, Jackie Mason's birthday is today as well. Jackie Mason. Yeah, the uh, comedian uh, is 90 years old. Uh, it'd be easy to not like Jackie Mason's delivery, uh, but if you get uh, if you develop an ear for it, he is very funny. I agree. Very funny. Yep. Uh, so 90 years old for Jackie Mason today. Natalie Portman. Wow, everybody has these milestone birthdays. You have Michael J. Fox at 60, Jackie Mason at 90. Natalie Portman is 40. Years old today, big so, four home. Yeah, big one for her. She's an Oscar winner, is she not? For uh, Black Swan, I believe so. Yeah, and she's got a few projects in where she's always got something going on. They've, uh, I, I keep, I've been, you know, going through the celebrity news. I, I'm always seeing that she signed on to do this and that, and part of the Marvel universe. Uh, uh, she, yeah, yeah, she'll be Thor. coming back. I think she's going to be yep. basically like Lady Thor, Jane Foster yeah. in Thor: Love and Thunder, which I think they just wrapped filming on. Right? We talked about that a yep. week or two ago. Yeah, so that comes out in 2022. And you know what movie never gets old for me is V for Vendetta. Great movie. It's outstanding. She is wonderful in it. Uh, so happy 40th birthday today, Natalie Portman. And then the last birthday I saw is actress Mae Whitman. Uh, she was in The Duff. She was The Duff, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The Duff. And uh, in Scott Pilgrim versus The World, she's the only female of the evil seven exes that <laughs> uh, Scott has to face off against. She's hilarious in that and turns 33 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Kevin Arnold's older brother, what was his name? I will go to Brett for the answer. Yo, Brett, good morning. Brett, are you there? What's happening? Is it turned on? Mm, 
Yeah, everything Wait. seems to be turned on. Hang on, Brett. Uh, no. Uh, okay. No. Let me let me try this other caller. Oh. Hi, Dave. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, All right. I can hear Dave. Right. For some reason, yeah. All, right. All right, Dave. Do me a favor. Tell me uh, who was uh, Kevin Arnold's older brother. That was Wayne. You got it, butthead. <laughs> Hang on a sec, Dave. Sorry, Brett. Couldn't hear you there, so nothing. But Dave, on the other hand, is going to get a four-pack of tickets for the Gold Over America Tour. Simone Biles, the most decorated gymnast in of all time headlines. Uh, Athleta presents Gold Over America Tour at the Wells Fargo Center, and that's on November 5th. And it is a high-energy gymnastics meets pop concert spectacular. Uh, tickets are available at Wells Fargo Center, philly.com. Uh, we'll begin with this. Hours after the 17th season of The Bachelorette bowed, Chris Harrison left the franchise. Uh, he led The Bachelor and all of its spinoffs uh, from 2002 forward, but has been under increasing fire for the, fran- uh, uh, for the franchise's lack of diversity and his call for compassion for Bachelor contestant Rachel Kirkconnell after 2018 photos, photos emerged of her participating in an old South Slave Plantation-themed ball. Harrison received an eight-figure payout in exchange for a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, yeah. so he's not hurting. Eight figures, that's $10 million plus, right? Yep, oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. $10 million. $10 million, $10 million. $10 million, $10 million. To be determined uh, is who will take the reins of the franchise, but David Spade is set to host the next season of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, and two of the former uh, contestants yes. are kind of guest hosting right we'll now. We'll be guest hosting. Listen, he did a good job doing what he was supposed to do on that show. And what so the, the, the whole kerfuffle, if you will, over what he did is not so substantial that he would not no. end up on another show. Agreed. Uh, Harrison issued a statement via Instagram saying, I've had a truly incredible run as host of the Bachelor franchise, and now I'm excited to start a new chapter. I'm so grateful to Bachelor Nation for all of the memories we've made together while my two-decade journey is wrapping up. Journey. The friendships I've made will last a lifetime. It's funny. He used the word journey, and I believe the show used the word journey, journey as well. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, a journey. It's part of Bachelor lore. Yeah, when you show up to, to work, to you're not going to work. You're, you're on a journey. You're on a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that particular that was morning. my journey. How did your journey go today, huh? That was great. So it's, it's probably a good out for him, you know. Like he can use this as I mean, I, 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 it's not exactly the way that he designed it, but he can walk away, Steve, and like stay under the radar for a year or two, and then come back and and do just as well in whatever else he wants well, to do. He was coming up on two decades of hosting exactly. all these shows, and and so they always look 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 at they did to Tom Bergeron. Yeah, you know, they gave they showed him the door after yeah. all that time. Uh, elsewhere in celeb world, Kim Kardashian's security team is on red alert after in- intercepting a package from a deranged fan. Uh, it included a diamond engagement ring Ooh. and a plan B, which is uh, the morning after pill thing. Right. Oh yeah, after they get it on, she'll be so blown away by the ring, Preston, yes. that <laughs> she'll want to bang this guy. And he's not ready to start. No, he's not ready for a commitment. Yeah, the family, he's just so. in it for the sex. Yeah, sources say the package was sent to Where Kim. Where are you going? That was great. On June 3rd, and they suspect that it was sent by someone who's appeared there uninvited several times. Uh, he also posted a self-made marriage certificate <laughs> and another item that read... 
Queen Kimberly is sitting up in thy big castle alone, waiting for her knight in shining armor. So he actually waited for the separation with Kanye before he jumped in. Well, he's a man of, um, you know, moral and honor. Yeah. His social media accounts have been shut down. Kim's team has filed a restraining order against him. Kim sent her ex Kanye some birthday love, despite the impending divorce as well. So we're now coming to your balcony and hear my words of love. More suit. The princess is taking the balcony. And lo, upon the balcony, she your said, visage fires arrows into my heart. He tosses the birth control up to her. Catch. Yeah. By the way, I took a dump in your koi pond. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't get into the house. He's not perfect. I have my faults. I am but a mere mortal. In the presence of a goddess. But at least he had the decency to go in the pond yeah, and not out on the lawn yeah, or anything like that. He didn't deny Not an anything. animal. No. Right out loud. For Christ's sake. Uh, Kim sent uh, Kanye. Did you get the contraception? Kim sent uh, Kanye some birthday love despite their impending divorce. She wrote on social media, happy birthday, love you for life. Mm. So I guess there's still hope there. I don't know. All right. uh, Follow-up story. Titus Burgess is standing by his co-star and friend Ellie Kemper after it emerged that she was named queen of a ball that uh, some think had ties with white supremacy. Uh, The unbeatable Kimmy Schmidt alum told Page Six that uh, he spoke to her on the phone and that she's doing okay. He had said... Uh, we're going to leave it at that. She's doing fine. My Ellie is doing wonderful. She's great. And they're, they're great. He was great. Oh, he was hilarious, hilarious on that show. And they had a great chemistry. And he knows, I guarantee you, he knows she's not racist or anything like yeah, they're saying. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he wrote, uh, I love my Ellie. Oh, and P.S. Next time, just ask me. I'll tell you what to do. Uh, he's not the only bold-faced pal to stick by Kemper. Others, including Katie Couric, Mindy Calling, and Alec Baldwin, have also sent her love on social media. He, his character has so many great arcs in the series. Uh, what were you laughing at? I just He's one of those people yeah. that naturally makes me laugh. All I have to do is look at Titus Burgess, and I think, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that guy's funny. And you're right. I mean, their chemistry on the show is great, but he's just he's a naturally funny person. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are adjusting to their new life as a family of four after a very hectic year, sources tell People magazine. Uh, the parents say that their daughter, Lily, Lily. Uh, completes their family along with Archie, uh, who also, uh, and number two, they are here to stay. So that's not an, going back to England. No, an insider says the baby solidifies that they are creating roots here in the States. Uh, but the name also signifies Harry's bond to the queen, as you know, Lilibet. Lily. Uh, she was named. Um, so after the death of Princess Diana, um, the queen mo- or the, the queen was sort of a stepmother for both Harry and William, this is according to an insider, and says that uh, we've all focused on her coaching of William as future, future king, but we're realizing how now the importance of the emotional bonds that she's been able to establish with Harry as well. And that affection still remains. They've introduced the queen to, uh, to um, uh, Lily via video. Uh, and apparently they were very excited and couldn't wait to share that their daughter... just look, this goddamn thing! ...had arrived. She was having it, trouble with it, the Zoom. Is the audio on? Yeah. They still seem very much part of the family. Yeah, I think there's so. no, you cannot, there's no way you can totally um, just feel like what, remove your, your grandson and your, your right. uh, you know... But the way that it's, you know, it's talked about, it's like... They have they have nothing to do with them. They're never going to see them no, or talk to you them. Would, it, you're still part of the family. You're just not living in the royal life. Remember the narrative you're being fed to sell 
papers and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So th- is this the first royal baby, uh, quote-unquote royal baby, that was born in America? Ooh. <sighs> Yeah, probably. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it's my guess. I, Prince Charles was born in Ohio. He was? Um, yeah. Now, they wouldn't be traveling, uh, you I know what I mean? I think so, right? Yeah. In, in any state. Well, let's It's say- great to be back in my hometown of Cedar Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Kate, though, was traveling while she was pregnant at one point. I'm not really sure, Nick, but i I, got to believe it's the only one. I know it's in England. Speaking of Prince Charles, uh, he is toasting the birth of Lily, calling it such happy news. So very happy. Uh, Charles was speaking (laughs) at a tour of the BMW Mini Factory and said, the development of technology like electric vehicles is vital for maintaining the health of our world for future generations, something I'm only too aware of today, having recently become a grandfather for the fifth time. Such happy news really does remind me uh, one really does remind one of the necessity of continued innovation in this area, especially around sustainable battery technology in view of the legacy we bequeath to our grandchildren. And who is awake by the end of that? Yeah. Uh, Harry has been outspoken about what he sees as Charles's faults. Uh, he told Dak Shepard that his father passed down a cycle of genetic pain and suffering. He has ungodly large ears. Which forced him and Megan to move to California. So, so that's that's whatever. a tough statement. That is. Yeah. yeah. So, um... I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe that one is frayed. Maybe that part of the relationship <laughs> might be. Yeah. Uh, amid the news that Caitlyn Jenner running for governor of California, Matthew McConaughey possibly running for governor of Texas, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson potentially running for president in the future, Alyssa Milano may be the next celebrity to run for political office. A Milano, who's been vocally politically active in recent years, told The Hill yesterday that she may run against Re- Republican Representative Tom McClintock in California's 4th District in 2024. Uh, The 48-year-old former Charmed and Who's the Boss actress said, I'm basically gathering information right now, speaking to different consultants, speaking to the community. Uh, She said her decision could come after the 2022 midterm elections, in part because uh, she has acting projects going on, stating, obviously, I can't do both at the same time. Uh, How many acting projects has she worked on? I don't know. Uh, She also stated that she's been an activist since she was 15 years old. So she may take a run at it. We will see. Uh, Tina Fey has some thoughts about Scott Rudin, who has been essentially blackballed over his admitted mistreatment of staffers. Uh, She ripped him at the gathering for the Roundabout Theater. Uh, In introducing Jane Krakowski... Uh, She said, in 2016, she was famously dragged across the stage in She Loves Me while doing a split. Not by Scott Rudin. It was part of the plan. And then she added, you never miss anyone who works harder than Jane. No one holds herself to a higher standard than Jane. She's a consummate professional. She would never throw a baked potato at her assistant because Jane would never touch a baked potato. That's one of the things that he was accused of doing and admitted to doing, I believe. He did. Yeah, so so um, uh, was, this, was this a, uh, they were honoring Jane Krakowski? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Roundabout Theater. I, I don't okay. know exactly why, but uh, they were. It's uh, the, the theater that Yes owns, Preston. Yes, yeah, Roundabout. roundabout. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson wants fans to know they need to be safe. He said, reminder to stay up to date on your dermatology checks, especially if you are fair like me. Uh, the red-headed star captioned a photo of himself at the dermatologist's office with some gauze taped to his neck. He said, I always wind up getting something taken from me every time I go. And he added that during this visit, he said they took a bit of skin cancer that they had found. Um, so 
You know, yeah, especially if, if you're a fair skin, then yeah. the sun can be uh, uh, a pretty bad thing to you. My uh, my dad goes to the dermatologist regularly because he's had just repeated skin ca- skin cancer over and over again. And he was there again yesterday. And it's like what Jesse Tyler Ferguson is talking about. Every time he goes, something gets removed. And it's just a chunk of skin. Yeah. I had one of those, you know, those lasers done on my chest, remember? Yes, um, and-, and it burns. <laughs> I know. I mean, they they do warn you. You have to wear, I mean, you're supposed to wear sunscreen anyway, but you have to be really careful on where you you have these laser treatments done. I was in the sun for like five minutes and my chest was like, and I had sunscreen on. I had 30 (laughs) SPF on and I was like, oh my God. So it's. Did it start feeling hot or. Not hot, just like. I mean, it's it's brand new skin. It's like yeah. baby skin. Yeah. So it's you need to be careful when you go out in the sun. But it was it was no joke. That's yeah, why you my, never see babies tanning. I, I've been going to the same dermatologist for ten years, probably, and every time it's like sunscreen, sunscreen, scun, sunscreen. He's just always banging that home every day. I have it on. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Tyler Perry is bringing back his Medea character yeah. for Netflix. Yes, oh he shared God, the news on social media. He had retired Medea just recently. Yeah. Yes. He said, he wrote, uh, hey, guess what's happening? <laughs> Medea is coming to Netflix. We need to laugh, man. Too much is going on in the country. We need to laugh. So I was done, but she's coming back. You know, Netflix threw a ton of money at him. Yeah. He said, Medea on Netflix, I can't wait. Uh, he will write and direct and star, star in the upcoming film, A Medea Homecoming, which will debut on Netflix in 2022. Has anybody in this room actually watched a, a Medea movie? I did. I've never seen a one. A full Medea movie. I did. Okay. The Boo... Uh, the, oh, the, the, Halloween Halloween the Halloween one? And? Okay. <laughs> Not Listen, so good. It is the 12th installment of the franchise. It's got an audience. It you know, absolutely for whatever does. Reason, the characters does. over the top. The, actually, the characters far more sassy and um, e- evil... Than you would expect. Really? So, uh, yeah. So, uh, listen, it was okay, uh, but um, you cannot argue with the success. Yeah. That's yeah. what got him to the dance. I've never seen any of them. Not you know one many, second of them. How many movies and shows are produced out of Tyler Perry's mm. studios in Atlanta? Yeah, he's... A tremendous amount. He's doing pretty good. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> uh, Mike Myers hasn't had a lot of acting roles recently, but he's making up for that by taking on seven at the same time wow. in his new show. Netflix yesterday revealed details about Myers' upcoming limited comedy series, which the streamer said will be called, and I'll probably pronounce this incorrectly, uh, the Pentaveret. Pentavlet. It's um, his dad. Pentaba what? So in So I Married an Axe Murderer, the character that his father plays, yeah. uh, that he plays as his father, mentions the Pentavlet. And it's this this uh, group of five people that control the planet. I got. Colonel s- Sanders. And yeah, the somebody queen had texted and, me that as, yeah. as a stupid question. Yeah, and, and he's like, the, <laughs> to you. Really, Dad? The Colonel? Yeah. You know, when he talks about how the chemical makes you crave it fortnightly, you know, that that's the, it's a joke from So I Married an Axe Murderer. And no now he's taking way. that joke and making a series out of it. That's great. Yeah. I love that. All right. It will center around a secret society who have been working to influence world events since 1347. Yeah. And allow an unlikely Canadian journalist seeking to uncover the truth. All right, so Nick, you said Pentavlet, but it's spelled Pentavrit. Pentavrit. Well, okay. he, uh, yes, I said Pentavlet. I added an L by accident. Okay. Pentavrit. Yep. Pentavrit. Well, that's how okay, he in the states. Well, he uh, kind of says it with that Scottish accent. You know, the Pentavrit. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Myers will uh, have his hands full in the series. He's taking a page out of Austin Powers and playing seven brand new characters. Uh, they revealed the plans for this project back in 2019. 
uh, saying little more at the time than that it would be a six-episode limited series. Uh, so the series will be something of a return from Myers, who has only popped up here and there in mostly small film and TV roles in recent years. Yes. Uh, the Pentaverets cast won't just consist of Myers, though. Uh, Ken Jeong will be in it, Keegan-Michael Key, Debbie Mazur, who was also in So I Married an Axe Murder, Richard McCabe, Jennifer Saunders, and Linda West will also star. So. Uh, yeah, he's got the chops to pull off, <clears throat> excuse me, multiple characters. Yeah. It's wild when somebody, like, have you ever I've seen Dr. Strange love to see Peter Sellers pull off mm-hmm. these distinct separate characters? is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannibal and Star Trek Discovery creator Brian Fuller is attached to make his feature directing debut with an adaptation of Stephen King novel Christine. Are you oh the the car yeah yeah which Fuller is developing with Sony Pictures which is great. I just I read it last year. I had never read the novel. I uh, like the the one that came out in the eighties with uh, Thornton Mellon's son. Uh, yes. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not bad. The, John the, Carpenter directed that. The book is a little bit different, so okay. I, I think they're going to explore this narrative a little bit more. The The project is still in the early stages. As Fuller writes a screenplay, King's novel set in the late 1970s about a 17-year-old named Arnie who fixes up his 1958 Plymouth Fury that is haunted by its, uh, its previous not-such-a-nice-guy owner uh, who named the car Christine. So in the book, it's more about... The guy who owned the car beforehand and okay. his spirit kind of taking over the car. Yeah, you don't. You, what you get from the movie is it's more about the car. It's just an evil yeah, car. Yeah, an evil car. Yeah. So, yeah, I so. Would lo- I would love that connection because, I, I mean, I enjoy the movie. I think it's really well done as yeah. far as, uh, you know, they use, like, their actual physical effects when the car rebuilds itself, basically. Right. It's pretty amazing. Yep. Uh, so, Fuller previously adapted a different King novel, Carrie, as a 2002 TV movie for uh. NBC. Yeah, so he'll be doing this one. And then one last story. Uh, Christina Ricci has been cast in Warner Brothers Pictures' upcoming sci-fi action sequel, The Matrix 4. Uh. Uh, Ricci's casting became official after her name was quietly added to an updated press kit for the film by Warner Brothers. Uh, the film and Ricci's role are being kept under wraps. Uh, Matrix 4 is coming to theaters and HBO Max on December 22nd. Uh, Keanu Reeves is returning to the franchise as Neo with Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity and Jada Pinkett Smith as uh, Niobe. We'll see how this uh, plays out. Um, you know, the first one I still think is the by far and away the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Christina Ricci is actually coming to town, I believe, for Monster Mania. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Excellent. We'll see if we can get her. Co-stars include uh, Yahaya uh, Abdul-Mateen II, Priyanka Chopra, Neil Patrick Harris, Jonathan Groff, uh, Telma Hopkins, and several others. Uh, Lana Wachowski is directing the film after she helmed the three previous entries with her sister Lily Wachowski. Lily. Lily. Uh, Lana Wachowski penned the script with David Mitchell and Alexander Herman. Uh, Ricci had worked with them, the, the Wachowskis, on their 2008 live-action adaptation of Speed Racer, if you remember that. What would you think of that? Um, I thought it was fun. It was over-the-top, as it should have been, but it was a little too much over-the-top. I agree. Visually, look, I, I love the detail and the attention they took to sort of recreating the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. But it was it was so kinetic, Preston, and so yeah. crazy that they it was would like, have dialed it back a notch or two. I think it would have been I great. Agree. Uh, Michael Giacchino did the music for that, yes. so we loved that. Uh, so she played Trixie. She looked great as Trixie, by the way. All right, one more thing. Uh, I I meant to add this, Casey, and this I have you specifically in mind. Taraji P. Henson has joined the cast of NBC's upcoming Annie Live special. 
The Oscar-nominated actress will play Miss Hannigan in the infamous Head of the Orphanage where Annie lives before she was adopted by Daddy Warbucks. Okay, so they already did a live... Uh, well, no, it wasn't live. But they did a TV adaptation. I believe Kathy Bates played Mrs. Hannigan. Right. Yes. Hannigan. So does, does Mrs. Hannigan have any... I, I forget. I mean, I've, I've seen it a number of times, but is there any redeeming aspect to her? No. Not really. No, she's no. a... She's an a-hole. Yeah, she's that's, an a-hole. That's Carol it's Burnett. It's an a-hole life. Yes. Carol Burnett. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Henson follows in the footsteps of actresses such, such as Carol Burnett, Kathy Bates, Cameron Diaz, Jane Lynch, Nell Carter, Kathy Lee Gifford, <laughs> Sally Struthers, Joanne Jesus. Worley, and Faith Prince, to name a few, who have all played that role in various versions uh, of the classical, the classic musical on stage and on screen. Uh, the part was created by the late Dorothy Loudon in the original 1977 Broadway production. That earned her a Tony Award. Uh, Carol Burnett, of course, played her in the 1982 film. And Henson said in a statement, Carol Burnett, who brought Miss Hannigan to life in the classic 1982 movie, is someone I have studied and idolized as far back as I can remember. She said, so when the opportunity came for me to join NBC and this incredible group of producers... I jumped, and she said, Carol, I hope I do you proud. Now, who's playing Annie? I heard Vin Diesel. Uh, Vin Diesel yep. is playing Annie. No, I, I love Taraji P. Henson. I think she's, she's great. great, and uh, I think she could probably pull it off because she certainly has, when she turns it on, she's got a sinister look about her. Well, her performance as Cookie, right. uh, you know, on Empire was um, was great. Yep. All right, we are ready for the clips. The Bachelorette. Began her journey, journey to find love this week. <laughs> journey. And uh, in this clip, Katie Thurston talks about what fans can expect in the 17th season. Here we go. It's going to be hard because I'll be honest, there's more than one person that I do fall for. You know, like I said, you have a great group of men. What do you expect? And so watching those emotions back and those connections form, I think that is going to be a little tough. <laughs> Up, huh? What's another word for journey that we could use? Sojourn. Sojourn is the only one that I thought of too. But um, yeah, this you watch the coming attractions and all the component parts that are necessary for any one of these <laughs> are in place. Yeah. The storming off, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> every, every, every one of them, the same deal. I can't do this anymore. An adventure. Oh, there's always an adventure. Our, our exploration. Mm-hmm. Oh, as far as journey? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. Adventure. I like adventure. Quest? Quest. That can be good, too. A little right. too mythic. Uh, all new episodes of The Bachelorette on Monday. Our pilgrimage. Oh, <laughs> And our pilgrimage. <laughs> on the Mayflower. Adventure. Ooh, I like these. Transmigration. All right. Walkabout. <laughs> yeah. Transmigration. That's a little, that's a little out back. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Uh, Monday is uh, on ABC is when you'll see uh, The Bachelorette. All right, next clip. Here we go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Had the volume down. The mystery series Home Before Dark, which was inspired by real-life young investigative journalist, is returning for its second season. And journalist. here, uh, Brooklyn Prince talks about what the relationship difference from the uh, characters in the second season versus the first. Here we go. Hildy and Matt are starting to dig into journalism together. Janie and Hildy are starting to really kind of bond. Uh, I think Izzy's finding her voice and finding her place at school and in the town. Um, and the whole family's embracing this new life that they have together. I don't <laughs> give a f- Home Before Dark premieres on <laughs> Apple TV Plus June 11th, by the way. And 
that is what we have for you this morning. And you know what premieres today? Loki. Loki. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yay. Yeah. 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 Excellent. More good things from the MCU. I love it. All right, uh, that's it. The Entertainment Report. We got to take a quick break. We will come back in just a moment. Don't forget, we have a secret text word chance for you to win tickets to Shine Down. Don't miss it. Text word secret to three nine three three three. We'll see if you win. And Haddon Heights Senior High School. It's up for you to vote for the coolest teacher. Text the word teacher to three nine three three three, and we'll send you the voting link. Haddon Heights Senior High School. We'll be back in a moment. Roll up your sleeves. It's time for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Hey, gang, this year's event is Friday, June 18th. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. And then cut out early on a Friday to help those in need. Choose from two locations, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and the pride of knowing that you made a difference. Appointments are required for safety protocols, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 16th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross. Sponsored by Recovery Centers of America. Get help at recoverycentersofamerica.com and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Today, uh, WMMR is doing the Big Brothers Big Sisters Independence Radiothon for the Miles for Mentoring campaign. Uh, We're going to be talking to CEO Marcus Allen later on this morning. He is riding a bike uh, 3,700 miles across the country from San Francisco to Atlantic City. <laughs> He's a good man. Uh, Marcus has been by here on a number of occasions, and uh, they're trying to get as many people on board to be uh, big brothers or big sisters, bigs to the littles, as they call it. Um, there, there are more than 750 kids in greater Philadelphia waiting right now for a positive role model to step up. Uh, it only takes a few hours, two to four times a month, and it, you can change a child's life by doing that. So... Help us hit the goal of signing up to 105 mentors to celebrate the 105-year history of Big Brothers Big Sisters. It's been around for over 100 years. And it's a great point you make, Preston, about it. it, it can, a lot of people confuse this and say, oh, what am I? Am I adopting? Am I? Fall-? No, 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 no. Just by a little bit of time and whatever time you're comfortable with. You can, and as they say, you can change. You don't have to change your life to change a child's life. And if you don't, if you're not ready to become a big brother, or big yeah. sister, you can support by uh, making a donation. You can support the mentoring by doing that. Details are available at PrestonAndSteve.com. By the way, so uh, help out if you can. Now, speaking of people helping out and uh, maybe mentoring along the way, yes, we have our coolest teacher. Oh, yes, hey. we do, and that would be uh, Cinnamonson High what School. That we had asked to get out and vote, and they did it, and they came back. And the name we revealed this morning is Senora Mary Ofanos. And we welcome her to the show this morning. Mary, good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias. Buenos, Buenos dias. dias. Como esta usted? <laughs> Should, we see we do uh, Should we see if we can do this in Spanish? No, are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> I've, already, I've, I've used up everything. You're already out. Yeah, I'm done. Forget it. De donde eres? Thank it? you so much for this honor. This is wonderful. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, listen, uh, the, did you, when, when did you find out about this? Like yesterday, as soon as we announced it, or did somebody alert you later on in the day? So uh, my husband actually texted me in the morning and said, hey, Cinnamon is um, doing a coolest teacher. 
And then our principal put it up for the kids to vote um, via Twitter, I guess. And, uh, yeah, so it was pretty exciting. There's a nice vibe in the school yesterday, everybody voting. That's awesome. Hey, where are you from, Mary? Uh, I am from Medford, New Jersey. From Medford, New Jersey. Okay, and, uh, you know, you've been at uh, Cinnamonson how long now? Uh, so yesterday actually was my birthday, and uh, I turned 44 yesterday, and I've been at Cinnamonson since I was 22. It's been my one and only job, so I've been here half my life, but I cannot believe it. That's amazing, wow. and here wow. here's the, the, the cherry on top of all of that, is that you're the coolest teacher. Hey, I, I have a question about uh, being a four-language uh, teacher. So did you did you grow up speaking Spanish? I did not. I'm actually 100% Irish. Okay. <laughs> when when did uh, this language enter your life? Uh, well, I went to Camden Catholic High School, and uh, my Spanish teacher, Mrs. Esposito, at Camden Catholic was so inspirational. I just fell in love with learning Spanish, and I said, hey, I'm going to make this a job because it's easy, and I love it, and I'll have it for the rest of my life, and yeah. it's a great you know, tool to have. So I've, I I give a shout out to my favorite teacher, Mrs. Esposito. That's great. Who is uh, you know great also. I've flirted with the idea of learning it. I, I took a little bit in in junior high, and that was it. And it seems to be the most practical uh, language, foreign language, to learn. And and it's something I, I know me. I'll probably never get around get around to doing it. But uh, I I I, it, I would imagine that it comes in handy knowing that language. It's so important to know a second language, especially Spanish in um, the United States, because you open your world up to so many more people. And, you know, for any job that you're going to go into in life, you will be able to get a job over someone else who can't speak Spanish because you can use Spanish in any any job, any occupation. And it's also great to know Spanish to help out, you know, your fellow uh, man or woman that needs help and maybe not be able to speak English and they they might need something and I my husband and I can go over and help them so uh, my husband is also an awesome cool Spanish teacher at Lenape High School excellent nice <laughs> did you ever so live in a Spanish-speaking country I did not uh, I went from Camden Catholic to La Salle and that is where I met my husband so um, my husband and I have been to Puerto Rico to Spain to Mexico um, we're actually going to Puerto Rico in July again. So we've been to many Spanish-speaking countries, but I never studied abroad. Okay. Well, All right. Okay. Well, it's yeah. a useful useful thing, and obviously you're making a difference with your students. Yeah, so thank you. Thank yes. you very much. This is such an awesome honor. <laughs> well, we, we are happy to present it on behalf of the students at uh, Cinnamons and High School. So we're going to give you just a little token here. Uh, the coveted... Uh, uh, coolest teacher of the year, uh, Coffee Mug, the official president, Steve Coffee Mug. And then we'll give you Great. tickets to the MMRBQ coming up on September 25th. We have a very Excellent. special coolest teacher section. You'll get to sit there with a bunch of other cool teachers. We'll give you a coolest <laughs> teacher t-shirt to wear to the show and a $25 gift card from Acme Markets. But the real big thing is that the kids voted for you and they wanted you to have this. Well, thank you very much. Again, I am honored to uh, be Cinnamon High School's coolest teacher. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Thank you. Senora Mariofanos, have a great summer, and congratulations to you. The next school that is uh, voting is Haddon Heights Senior High School in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. So uh, if you know someone who is like Senora Mary, uh, then you can uh, vote for them. It's simply just text the word uh, teacher to 39333, and we will send the voting link to you. That is all there is to it. Then we have 
Uh, we have tomorrow. We'll we'll do one more school tomorrow, and then we're done. It's uh, amazing. We'll award it. Yeah, it's another one. Another year wraps up. Hey, um, you know what? I have a few stories that center around this great city of ours. So I think we're gonna take a stroll down the streets. Scooby Wow Wow. Time for the city beat. <laughs> Time to hit the streets with the man who knows all the beats. Um, you know what? I will begin since we just spoke to a teacher. Uh, with the fact that uh, the Philadelphia School District has ordered all of the graduation ceremonies uh, postponed or shifted inside because of the weather yeah. uh, that we're getting this week. My son graduates <sighs> on Thursday. Right. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, my God. Tomorrow. What the hell? And uh, I'm wondering what's going to happen because it's planned for outside. Well, it's it's been pretty volatile. So, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, so... Obviously, people are like, okay, it would be the sigh of relief. Things, you know, there's people getting vaccinated and there's a little bit more latitude. And anyway, it's good to be outside. It's beautiful. And this week, you have a confluence of things that are getting decimated by this erratic rain. And and, I mean, we start off heat wave. It's going to be pretty hot, hot, more humid than hot today. But the weekend's going to drop down to like 69, 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like finally the kids can get the graduation. Right. You can do, I don't something. know, maybe like field day or like a family picnic or something like that. We know about field day and family picnics. And it didn't work. But I mean, and then there's a chance of thunderstorms every single day this week. I know. They had uh, Souderton High School where my son goes had their uh, rehearsal last night and they had to cut it short. Because uh, there were there were fronts, uh, there was lightning and all that stuff. We yeah. didn't get nailed like Chester County did. Apparently they got... Like, this big yeah. thunderstorm came and stalled over that area. Oh, really? And, yeah, 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 and they got flooding and hail and all that. We had like something water rescues. We, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's right. You were yeah. reporting on that. Um, and the uh, with that going on, the um, the flower show was uh, evacuated uh, so, because of lightning yeah. and, and severe weather coming through. My wife went on Sunday and said it was phenomenal. And everyone I know who's attended says this is the way they should do it from here on in, that it was that amazing, but you only had a couple days I, of it. That's the thing. It's yeah. like now yeah. you got to worry about the weather. It's It'd be nice to do that outside, but yes, the weather is going to be <laughs> yeah. the big uh, deciding factor. That's the bitch of it. Yep. You know what they stepped up at um, now that it's outside? There's more um, food and drink options. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I like I've that. I've heard about the... I don't know if this is true or not because I only saw the pictures. But did you see the picture of the veggie hoagie yeah. that they were oh, yeah. serving or selling at the, oh. Kathy? It looked like it was just like you know the bag of vegetables that you buy at the bird's oh. eye or whatever, yeah, and then you microwave them mixed frozen vegetables. Yeah, and they just poured it in a roll. Oh. Here you go, it Kathy. looked bad. Here's a, uh, here's a it photo looked of bad. Yeah, so. It's not good. Maybe that was just one of the stands. Or... Holy jeez, that looks terrible. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Oh, um, wait, hold on. Let me just, I, I, I no, just want to defend them for horrible. a second. Why, I don't, why does that look horrible to you? Just because it's only vegetables? Well, it, it, there's nothing, it looked like nothing done to it. Yeah, it doesn't, it, the vegetables don't look like they, they were, were prepared. Like, like it's they, out of they a were frozen fresh, bag. Like, oh, like okay. sauteed or anything like that. All it right, looks right. like those standard frozen, here. like here, I'm just going to nuke this for three minutes and then shove it in a These in are a vegetables. I'm putting it in bread. It's now a vegetable hoagie. And chances are that wasn't like a dollar. You know, chances are oh, that no, was uh, I don't think it looks $15. terrible. $15. What? No. what? $15. No, grilled, grilled veggie hoagie. Yep. Are you serious? No, I'm serious. All right, well, now I'm out. All right, see? Yeah. <laughs> right? You know what was said, though? My wife pointed this out, is that a lot of times when you go inside, and you want to go up to one of the displays, you're like, 
11 people deep. Yeah. And oh, then, at the flower show? Yeah, and then yeah. spread out this way. It was really okay. incredibly accessible. Um, so they, I heard them talking about uh, how they're, <clears> the <throat> watering system. Now, obviously, you got plenty of water last night. but Yeah, like, how they, are we going to water this time? No, but they bring trucks in every night because it's been so hot and humid. Right. Yeah. And these trucks just spray down all of the displays to keep them, you know, moisturized. From and wilting. then he, during the day, they have these, like, cube things that um, I guess they hold, I think they said 50 gallons of water, and they mm-hmm. can spot water things if they see things that are starting to like wilt or you know might need a little uh you know a little more water or whatever and they do that throughout the day it was pretty amazing. i mean it got a nice <laughs> downpour yesterday but, yeah, yeah. How, how long does it go for a week it's, nope just till sun uh two weeks just till sunday two weeks uh wow yeah it's the, okay. the last day is sunday wow that is taking a risk you're having all those displays outside well uh and uh, you know not only uh, rain but you know w- or you know wind and all that stuff can well, they pro- knock everything they over. planned it mm-hmm. they had yeah. they had to plan it to what they figured would be the sure. the most workable scenario right yeah, and they no. probably thought june will right. we'll be okay it's not going to be too hot <laughs> right. and humid yeah. holy christ <laughs> right uh, so, by the way, all going back to the high schools, all 60 city high schools received the news uh, Monday and Tuesday that their graduation ceremonies have been scheduled at outdoor venues around the city from uh, district football fields to rented spaces. So they're going to they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do because the weather is still looking pretty turbulent. I guess you have a couple of these fronts hitting each other. I would have loved it if it rained during my graduation because it was a thousand degrees. Yeah, we ended up having ours inside. Well, ours was oh, a threat of rain. Yeah. Uh, and we we were going to have it at the football field. And we ended up doing it inside the um, you know the, uh, the what would you call it the, the basketball in, in, in the gym yeah in, yeah in the yeah. gym. So all right, so which I actually appreciate it. I'd rather do that and sit down in the heat. <laughs> I would have well, loved it. Weather wise, humidity wise, uh, how does St. Louis compare to it's Philadelphia? Almost identical. Okay, it's it's uh, it's hot and humid. It's a little bit more humid actually. It's oppressively humid in the in the summertime. And the winter can be crazy too. It's so it wasn't a big change when I moved here twenty five years ago. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, all right. So keep that in mind if you got graduation in your life uh, that uh, the weather might be a factor this week. All right. Uh, let's see what else is in the city. Oh, I love this story. Wawa is hosting a Mayor of East Town Day <laughs> tomorrow at the opening of its new store. Hey. In Upper Darby. It's at 418 West Baltimore Pike. Okay. Uh, And when the doors to the store open at 8 a.m., the first 100 customers get free coffee (laughs) and a limited edition Wawa Delco t-shirt. Ah, that's awesome. Why? Anybody check the mailbox? Did they send me one yet? (laughs) They really should. Okay. Come on. I really need to have one of these. Isn't if it's an exclusive. I'll talk offer. to Lori Bruce okay. over there, who's a spokesperson. You know Lori. Lori's I know always Lori. At the Wawa, uh, hoagie uh, day that we do. Uh, she had said in a statement, uh, "Wawa is proud and humbled to be a part of such an authentic and heartfelt show that honors our region and shines a light on its unique culture." Uh, so this will be. Uh, oh, by the way, so Casey, they're going to expand this a little bit more from June 10th to the 17th. So tomorrow through the 17th, all 42 Delco stores in the chain and only the Delco stores will also feature a limited edition Mayor of Easttown spicy cheesesteak. Okay. As a nod to how spicy the show is, right. according to a news release, it will consist of beefsteak, spicy pepper relish, and cheddar cheese sauce. All right, so I'll get the pepper relish on. They they offer spicy varieties of like the Italian hoagie as well. So that sounds good to me. Also, 
at least at my Wawa in Broomall, they brought back the roast pork sandwich. I went to get it in the media Wawa, and they didn't have it there. And, uh, you know, maybe just they, they didn't have it that day. But like, <laughs> Wait, does that ever happen, that one store will have something and another store? I don't Wawa? know. It seems like kind of a uniform. I think if they really want to create the atmosphere of the show, Preston, mm-hmm. when you place your order, you should not get exactly what you want so you can have the disappointment yes. that every cast member had yes. in that show. Because it was a miserable existence. No one. Yeah. No one is happy on that show ever. <laughs> but I, I loved it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've got yeah. one episode left to go. It's a brilliant show. Yeah, I, I really absolutely am in love with it. Um, so, Casey, wasn't this one of the questions for Delco versus Buttsco? How was, many um, how many Wawas are yeah, in Delaware was, County? Well, no, it was in your county. In your county. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Let's so, focus on what's important. <laughs> oh, my and God. That's, that's what that, that was. was that. that was right at the end of that. I didn't know you had that. I had it at the ready. <laughs> wow. Dude, it yeah, was such I, a hard question. And that, what I ended up doing for that in the 30 seconds we counting. had to answer it, well, I started as far east as you could go. <laughs> and I, it was almost mind. like a wave. Like, uh, if you ever seen, like, Fortnite. I was doing, like, a wave. I was like, okay, uh, there's there's one in Tinicum, okay, and then you got to go to Chester Pike. And how many are on Chester Pike? All right, let's go to McDade Boulevard. And I was in 30. And so, and then I had to, like, extrapolate. And I was like... I was well, and barely I, close. I did the. I basically <laughs> did the exact same thing, but there were far less Wawas in Bucks County. Yeah. Um. And so, and I, I remember I wrote down a number. I crossed it out and I wrote down a different number. The first number was right. Was the exact number? No. Or it was like yeah. It was yeah. something like but that. I, yeah. Because that's when you go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bucks County is so much bigger than Delaware. County. I know. But yeah. We, but she only like, did lower Bucks. Well, no, and and there's just there is still. I mean, I don't know about now, it, it, but like growing up, increased, yeah. Wawa was not our like we we had more Seven Elevens than Wawa. Okay, so our store up. was yeah was Seven Eleven. There was only one Wawa in my area uh, that you would go to. I mean, the other one was much it was very far away. You know, it's changed now. There are a lot more Wawas and the gas yeah. stations and all of that. Is it but, uh, is it Delco's finest export Wawa? <sighs> Well, it would be hard to argue. Uh, I mean, that that is talk about the how integral it is to so many lives. Um, I can't think have, of anything better. Well, you have Tina Casey. Bo- you have Casey huh? Boy, Tina Fey, Tina, Tina Fey, Tim Donaghy, um, yeah. no. and then Wawa. I mean, Tina Fey's wonderful, and uh, you're okay, Case. But uh, <laughs> I would rank Wawa like for worldwide impact. Oh, Wawa. Wawa number one. Well, well now with, thing to ever come out of Delco. I now with so. this show, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. although well, you have Kate Winslet herself going yeah. to Wawa and, and considering it almost a, a, uh, a religious experience. Yeah. I think I spied something in Mayor of Easttown, and this is no, this is not a spoiler alert yeah. at all. There's a scene where two of the characters are uh, standing underneath the uh, uh, the uh, Commodore Barry Bridge. Yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't know there was a little seating area there at the base. It's got to be by Subaru Park, right? Okay, so, um, and they're holding cups, and it doesn't say the name on it. I think it was from Zach's. Think it was Zach's? In Aston, yeah. Because hmm. I saw a Z, a red Z on the cup, and I thought I saw an H at the end of it, or, but, I, but yeah, Zach's is right at five points in Aston. It is. Well, there's also one on McDade Boulevard as well now. Okay. Took, took over my old Arby's. So maybe that, that would have been closer for them if they were at the Commodore Bear. I, no, no, no. No, the, no, the, actually, yeah, the, the Aston one. Aston one would definitely be closer. Yeah, but I think I spied I need that. to see that. We need, we, what needs to happen at some point, and I, I, I was talking to Kathy, and I, I hope that they can find a way to port this character Maybe she consults on another murder or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I agree, she's great. But oh. there should be like a walking tour or a, a um, mm-hmm. you know visit some of the spots in uh, in Mayor of Easttown. 
Casey, what do you see? We're looking. Well, it's a food truck behind them. It's a, a burger food truck, but is that a Zach's Burger food truck? That's it the question. Might be because you know what I was at. Um, I was at Dell Chevy one time, and they came out with that food truck. I think that is it. If somebody, can, if somebody's seen that show and can confirm that, did that burger have a face? I just need to know. That burger looked like it had a face. That, that burger has a face. It, that face that, is real. That burger has a face. <laughs> it had a hat and two eyes, right? The burger. Okay. Why would the, the burger the be gleeful over Dude, you eating him? That's Preston. the one thing I don't understand. I am super proud of you, Preston. Look at that, Zach Burger yeah! food truck. Yeah. I don't know, Zach's. What is that? Uh, it's, it's a, a burger Ducco, joint. Yeah, okay. Ducco staple. It was in uh, Aston for the longest, longest time. It was only one spot. Okay. Kind of like uh, what Charlie's is to Ridley. Zach's was to that area of Delco. Uh, but Zach has now expanded, yeah. and they're in a couple of different locations, and now they have a food truck. Is it still at Five Points? Yeah. Oh, sandwich? yeah, it's All still right. there. In fact, I went there. Uh, I used to get a burger and a black and white shake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yummy. Hey, you know who else, who else has a food truck? Um, who else has a food truck? <laughs> uh, Annie Ann's. These people from Chichester what? Press, your old uh, uh, yeah. stomping grounds, yeah. they have an Auntie Anne's food truck or pretzel truck <laughs> that you can like order for, you know, parties your and parties stuff. and whatnot. All right, yeah, I like it. They like and it. Such. Uh, by the way, um, at the Upper Darby store grand opening, Wawa, uh, Chester County Detective Christine Blyler, who was Kate Winslet's go-to person for advice. And the show's technical advisor will order and build the first Mayor of Easttown spicy cheesesteak at 8.45 a.m. Okay. It's a, um, it's a big, uh, big happening. In interviews about the show, we've talked about this in the past. Co-star Evan Peters is great on it. Uh, called Wawa incredible. And Kate Winslet said Wawa seemed like a mythical place <laughs> that was the heart of Delco. This is a, it's crazy when stuff, you know, when uh, I, something like this comes to town, we still get giddy. You know, there are major movies that are shot here. Yeah. But when something is so focused on the localities. Yeah, when they go Ridley or Riddle yeah, Hospital or Marple. freak out. It's like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, to mention 352. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. yeah. So I know we talked to him before the series began, but would you guys like to chat with Brad Inglesby again now that everybody's seen it or most uh, of it? I think so, right, Preston? You let you finish the final episode? Uh, yeah, I've got one more to go, and we'll have to do uh, we'll have to do a major spoiler alert because I don't yeah. want to talk aspects of the show. Brad, Brad was uh, you know he's the writer of the show, and he was trying to get Kate to come on our show as well. But maybe if we uh, stroke him a little bit on air, that can you know maybe that'll happen. Yeah, right. I, that'd be great. Absolutely. All right, um, hang on. Should I go to this call real quick? Uh, John wants to comment on Wawa in Florida. Hey, John, how you doing? What's up, bitches? Yo, bud. <laughs> uh, are you in Florida? I'm not. One of my best friends actually lives down in Tampa, and he moved down there uh, probably like three or four years ago. So they slowly started, you know, introducing Wawa down there around that time. And, you know, he's from Philly, so he's all about it, and he was so excited. And a lot of his buddies down there, because they didn't have any of the originals, they all had, like, the Super Wawas. So everybody down there, like, had, like, this whole, like, thing about it. They're like, I'm not eating a hoagie from a gas station. (laughs) Oh, from a gas station. (laughs) Yeah. They... He's like, dude, you have the wrong idea, man. So it, it's it's crazy down there. They they don't believe that it's a good sandwich because there's a gas station to it. The gas so, station. Uh, let him know the gas station came, came after. after. That's yeah. The yeah. yeah, he's like, you got a lot to learn, you know. Uh, <laughs> no. so, Snap out of it. Listen, my, my sister and mother live down there, and they've, they, they'll they figure it. My, yeah. they, they love it now. They, I, I sent them a gift card, and I'm like, here. You yeah. know. Oh, it's, it's and, the best. And now they love it, and so they'll, they'll get it. They'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. But you're right. All right, thanks, John. Appreciate it, man. Have a good day. All right, one other city beat item, and then we're going to have to take a break. Uh, but uh, this one has to do with uh, Pink. Yes. The singer. 
Uh, she shared a clip on Twitter of a performance video made by students of her old high school in Doylestown. Oh, Cent- she shared that? Yes, yes. Central Bucks oh, High School cool. West. Uh, and they were singing her hit, What About Us? And she gave a shout-out to her choir teacher, Dr. Joseph Ort. Uh, in her post, uh, Pink recalled his famous quote for her, which was, her real name is Alicia Moore. Her, uh, the quote from the, um, the, the teacher was, Alicia... It's not a solo. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so I guess sing with everyone. She was trying yeah. to uh, <laughs> bust out, do her natural oh, skills over the top. So you guys want to hear some of this? Yeah. yeah. All right, so this is them doing their version of uh, Pink's What About Us. Oh, what about us? What about all the plans that ended in disasters? What about love? What about trust? Pink, by the way, said this brought tears to my eyes. That's cool. This video. It's a really well-produced video. Man. It is done well. It is. Uh, they, they really went to great lengths to make it look awesomely cool. So. My guess is audio is recorded after the fact because uh, obviously they're out and about and doing it, but they're all masked up in there. Yeah. So it had to, yeah, I think it, it was were, done a while ago. recorded it first, and then, uh, and then they added the video to it. By the way, so I've wanted to do something. I'm just going to throw this out here right. now. And I, I wanted to maybe do it this season, but there was no way with COVID because uh, choirs were, uh, were kept from performing initially because you have to... You project. Know, you have to project, and all this spittle goes flying Spit everywhere. Spew. Um, but I would like to, and and we would have to institute it before the school year starts. I would like to get high school choirs because, listen, I, when I would go to my son, he was he was in choir, and I would go to the performances. Remember, I came back. I brought your recordings. I'm yes. like, this stuff is unbelievable. You were these, tearing up. These we had kids the performance. are, are amazing. Yeah. Now that was the middle school. But the high oh. when we no no no, no. It was no we did the, yeah. we had the high school do uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. That's right. Um, I would like to put out a challenge to all high schools in the area and the choir teachers uh, to have them learn a rock song yes. and do performances of it and have a competition yeah. for the best performance. Absolutely. And then maybe see if we could get you know a prize for the school or maybe even like a performance at the MMRBQ or something like, like that. Uh, I don't know if that could happen. Bill's probably rolling over right yeah. now, freaking out that I just said or that. Or at least we'll get a performance that, that uh, something that airs. Yeah, I you would, know, I would like to. Or, I would like or to a see million could, dollars. Or a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, I'm not promising too. Yeah. But yeah. you know, camp out for hunger thing. Or have them perform at the camp. Out for hunger. The, the tough part about that is it's in it's a quick turnaround. It's in November. Yeah, and the school year starts. No, you're right. You know, in September, and for them to uh, put together a uh, an arrangement and rehearse it and all that stuff, it might be something that you have to wait until after the first of the year for. But see, we're taking our skills as the River Valley Vocal Band, and we're thinking, okay, that'd be no problem to get that good. But there are so many talented singers and choirs in this area. It's it's amazing. And that's all around the country, obviously. But um, I'd like to see if we could do that. So stick a pin in that, as you said before, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Put that uh, on the bulletin board. We'll, we'll circle back to that uh, another time. Um, all right. Anyhow, uh, that's all I have time for uh, in the City Beat. This has been the City Beat. Sorry, the man who walks the beat. Has his feet <laughs> that you might have seen in a magazine. I'm the meat behind the beat. He's the meat behind the beat, the foot model you love, Preston Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, with that, let's uh, take a quick break, come back in a second, and get to some bizarre file stories I think you will enjoy. Stay put. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, today is the WMMR Big Brothers Big Sisters Independence Radiothon for the Miles for Mentoring campaign. We're going to be talking to CEO Marcus Allen a little bit later on this morning. He's riding a bike from San Francisco to Atlantic City. Uh, we'll talk to him uh, through his adventure. I was going to say journey. Yes. Madam, we switched the words. word up. Uh, so the goal, by the way, for the Miles for Mentoring campaign is to raise $105,000 and 105 mentors uh, by July 23rd, and that's in recognition of the 105-year history of Big Brothers Big Sisters Independence. So that's over a century of positively impacting youth and our local communities. You can get involved. Just check out miles.givesmart.com. Uh, or if you want to make a donation, you can text MILES to 76278 or simply go to PrestonAndSteve.com. We'll have the information right there. The organization is great. You see the the, the fact if you go to the website, you're seeing, you know, these uh, these kids who just need a little bit of mentoring, a little bit of influence in their lives. And the difference that it can make and how it can turn things around is, is just absolutely astonishing. It's yep. such a wonderful cause. Yep. So we'll check in with Marcus and see how his journey is going a little bit later on. Hey, by the way, a um, couple of uh, shout outs here, if you guys don't mind. Uh, before we get into the B file, I got this one from Paul R. Huffman. And he said, uh, My amazing, tolerant, beautiful wife, Kathy, and I will be married 31 years on June 9th. Mm. And my younger cousin, Chris Slicer, one of my groomsmen, turned 21 on our wedding day. He'll be 52 that day. And we always co celebrate in some fashion. Chris is a veteran of both uh, Iraq and Afghanistan and still serves in the National Guard, a great wow. guy and a hero in my eyes. I'm a very loyal listener of MMR since the early 80s and just thoroughly enjoy your show every morning. And I've worked uh, from home in sales for the past 12-plus years. So many days, you're the only folks I get to visit with. Uh, thanks for always giving me a belly laugh and helping me make it through the rougher days. The whole team has a great synergy. Um, he said, I put in a workforce block request with Pierre uh, as well. Hope that works out. But a big Tom Jones juicy shard out will disgust my wife, but we'll get a laugh out of her as well. And he writes, uh, Nanapuya, Gadzooks, and can we forget about the moose for a moment? Oh. Peace to all in MMR Rock. So hit Why it. Why don't you forget the moose for yeah. a moment? <laughs> all right, and then 
And then one last uh, quick one. This is from uh, Cody Benikoff. He says, I was hoping to get a shout-out to my beautiful wife, Gabriella Benikoff, on our first wedding anniversary. It's Sunday, June 13th. She's an amazing woman. I'm beyond blessed to have her. Uh, much like Preston, my wife handles all the finances. And thanks to her, we'll be settling on our first house on the 18th. Awesome. Right. Yeah, good for you guys. Uh, she has a very short commute, so I will play this for her on the podcast whenever you get to it. And I'm sure my father-in-law, Bill McDevitt, We'll get a kick out of it as well. Thank you so much for all you guys do from Cody. So a short for those guys and a happy anniversary. All right, let's do the B-File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Let's begin with this story. Man, I've not seen video of this. I didn't go looking for it, but I need to. A Nevada bodybuilder crushed a world record when she used her thighs to smash three watermelons in under eight seconds. That's pretty good. Yeah. It shattered the uh, uh, the record. Courtney Olson, owner of the Girl Clothing Athletic Wear line, said she decided to take on the watermelon-smashing world record to celebrate the opening of the brand's new store in Las Vegas. Uh, she said, I just decided in correlation with our store opening because it's a community space and we really want to start utilizing the space and teach things to share this watermelon crushing story with younger girls. Olsen used her thighs, we're watching this now, uh, to smash, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, to smash three watermelons in 7.5 wow. seconds, nearly having Ukrainian bodybuilder Olga Lazchuk's Guinness World Record of 14.65 seconds. She also beat the male version of the record, which is 10.88 seconds by Iranian athlete Rohala Dajmanaziri. And then Uh, she ate some of the watermelon after. Well, yeah, you don't want to waste it. Wow, man. Look at the thighs on her. You know who really could give her a run for her money is Angela. I don't know if you watched her. Uh, on Instagram lately, but she is... I, I would love to see her try that. She's working out a lot, no question. Crushing them watermelons. Uh, Olsen said she's preparing to teach a watermelon-crushing class <laughs> and planning an event for August 3rd, National Watermelon Day. Did you know this was a thing? Yes. I had no idea. I had no idea either, but apparently there, this woman's been on Kimmel before, and like there are, this is a whole competition involved. Wow. Okay. Uh, how about this? A uh, this terrible story. A woman died after an ex-security guard at a Pakistani hospital posed as a doctor and performed surgery on her. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, Shamima Begum, aged 80, died on Sunday, two weeks after Mohammed Wahid Butt, that's his name, B-U-T-T is his last name, attempted to treat her back wound at a public hospital. I think I can do this. An administrative official said, uh, we can't keep up with what every doctor and what everyone is doing at all times. It's a large hospital. Um, and he later said it was unclear what type of surgery the imposter had performed in the operating theater, where a qualified technician was also present. Pakistani's public hospitals, where patients are required to pay some money toward treatment, can often be uh, inefficient and chaotic. Uh, Begum's family paid butt for the operation and two further home visits to dress her wound. But when the bleeding and pain worsened, her family returned to the hospital where they discovered what had happened. Her body is being kept for an autopsy to ascertain whether her death was a result of complications uh, from the botched surgery. The guard has been charged and is in police custody. It's crazy. Uh, The hospital staff said Butt was fired two years ago for trying to extort money from patients. 
And earlier in May, a man was arrested for posing as a doctor at a different hospital and extorting money from patients in the surgical ward. Wow. Here's a story, Kathy. I had the news earlier this morning, but I had to put it in the B-file. Police say a cicada is responsible for a single car crash mm-hmm. in Cincinnati's East End neighborhood Monday afternoon. According to officials with the Cincinnati Police Department, a cicada flew through an open window, striking the driver in the face. <laughs> the driver then drove off the roadway and crashed into a nearby pole. Only minor injuries were reported, but the driver's car is totaled. Uh, cicadas are at or near the peak of across uh, the Cincinnati area right now. How much longer here do we have? Do they I don't know? Do they know? They probably do, but I haven't yeah. seen the information. But I'm not really sure on that, Steve. All right, authorities in Kansas arrested a man after he allegedly attacked a grocery store worker because he was reportedly upset over a disagreement regarding Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm. Police say that James Hirsch got into an argument with an employee at Dillon's Grocery Store in Wichita when he reportedly punched the worker after being told to leave the store. Hirsch allegedly drove his car to an area where workers were standing in front of the store before speeding off. He was reportedly arrested the following day. A witness said Hirsch got angry that the store was selling Chick-fil-A sauce. The local authority stated the altercation was sparked over a disagreement over the sauce, but would not confirm the nature of the disagreement. And that uh, that constituted the, the punching. I guess so. Yeah. Hirsch has reportedly been charged with aggravated assault. Well, you know how coveted that sauce is. It's, I love it. It's probably my favorite restaurant sauce there is. A woman who was impaled by a beach umbrella in Maryland three years ago has sued the town and umbrella business, claiming their negligence resulted in serious injuries. Uh, Jill Mendrigal of Kingston, Pennsylvania, was lounging on the beach in Ocean City on her first day of vacation when an umbrella swept up by gusts of wind and impaled her in the oh. chest. We, you've heard stories about oh, this. Yeah. People have died scary. This. I told my kids that because we just you know got our beach umbrella yeah. and stuff uh, for the shore. And we went down, and the first day we went down there was windy as... Yeah. It was insanely windy. And so you have to... They have a, a screw-type uh, tip on them, and you got to screw it down in there really, really firm because... It'll as, rip right out. As that wind was blowing, I'm like, please don't come out of that Well, ground. there are some days where it's so windy down there that you can't... You just, you can't just don't put it up, yeah. Yep. Uh, so rescuers cut off the end of the umbrella, leaving the tip in the chest until a Maryland State Police helicopter could transport oh, her to man. the hospital. Uh, the lawsuit says uh, Mendegal, Mendegrel, uh required surgery for the wound in her chest. To this day, she has back pain, pelvic pain, numbness in her right arm and hand, and a range of mental health conditions, among other ailments, the complaint alleges. Uh, her lawyer argues that none of her injuries or trauma would have occurred if not for the negligence of the town of Ocean City or 85N Sunny LLC, a company that rents umbrellas, uh, beach chairs, boogie boards, and more. Uh, she's seeking $150,000 in damages. Are standard umbrellas now just all with the, with, the, with a, a, a point on it, or do they use the screw base? I don't know, Case. Yeah. Uh, well, the screw base has the point on it. Uh, yeah, it does yeah. come to a tip. Right, but it's not like a spear, right? right. Yeah. So I have one. Uh, it's I, I love it. I would not get anything else. Um, it, it's the one that has the uh, like uh, little compartments on each. There's four ends, and you stick the sand in it, so it's the sand yeah. that uh, holds down the sides of it. It's, All right. It's so great. All right. That's an umbrella? Yeah. It's, or these, uh, it has a middle thing it that has, you, yeah, you it do still has to the sand, thing. but okay. then it has these little... 
Like, and it doesn't, it won't, it won't yeah. blow away. Oh, like, these tethers that, that are on the outside yep. of it? Okay, I yeah, know what so you're talking more, about. So it looks more like a tent, like right. a mini tent, than right. it does an umbrella. Okay. All right, and that's it. That's what I got in the B-file for you at this point in time. Let's take a quick break. Come back in just a moment. Don't forget, Haddon Heights Senior High School in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. Coolest teacher. You get to vote, so make sure you do it. Text teacher to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hello, this is Rebecca from River Rock Salon and Spa, voted number one day spa of Hunterdon County, and the former massage therapist of the Eagles football team. We're located at 1059 Old York Road, Ringo's, New Jersey, just five minutes from New York, PA. All of our spa services include a complimentary signature River Rock hot or cold stone therapy. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook or book online at River Rock Salon and Spa. Com. Can't wait to see you at River Rock Salon and Spa, Ringo's, New Jersey. Have a great day. Next message. Hi, I'm Beth Walter, local artist from Oxford selling watercolor and prints of landscapes, seascapes, and iconic silly scenes. My style is unique and easily recognizable as a pauser and is perfect for the home, office, and gift giving. Beth Walter Fine Art is on Facebook and Instagram. Mention WMMR and get 10% off at BethPalzer.com. That's B-E-T-H-P-A-L-S-E-R.com. Help support the art. Thanks. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. What's up, Nick? Uh, every time we have Marcus Allen on, uh, people ask. It's not the former Raiders running back. It's a <laughs> right. different, different man, just to clarify. But uh, every year, and uh, Marcus is a great guy. We've had him on many times. Just uh, two different people with the same name. Appreciate that, sir. All right, so uh, I saw this interesting article uh, that was worth bringing up because of the last couple of months, the way things are, are lightening up with the uh, restrictions and people getting vaccinated and feeling more comfortable opening up their homes a little bit as far as how it will be. If you start having guests back at your home, house guests, people right. staying for a day or two, uh, we, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, uh, had some uh, friends by our, our new shore house, which was great. And that's, that was our first time really entertaining uh, and having people uh, stay over. And we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Um, but there was a study, a survey that was done. It was done in the UK, but I still think we can relate to a lot of this uh, about um, what... The worst things are that a guest can do when staying with you. Oh, um, yeah. And this was uh, revealed. Uh, Kia put this on. You know, the car maker? Yes. Uh, put this uh, together. And, you know, they. but they, it, I don't know what group they used to uh, sample from or anything along those lines. But they, they were revealed by Kia as a wave of electric car sales could create a phenomenon of people wanting to plug their electric cars in at their friends' houses. And is that a bit of a faux pas? Oh. As we'll see more electric cars and more of this happening, can you just come and plug in? You know what I mean? Well, that's oh. a good point because you, I mean, that, that nothing, you know, that's still being charged. You know, you're still on the house's electrical system. You yeah. are, <laughs> you're filling up their tank, basically. So six out of ten thought that that would be rude for a guest to ask to use the electricity to charge their it, I electric mean, car. Does it take so much? Is that like... Well, uh, you know what? Th- th- this is the thing. If, if you look at different... So, example, Casey was bringing up the, the charging stations, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking around at, at potential my next car being, uh, you know, electric, um, and you, um, I, I still have yet to determine 
what the if, if there's any sort of uniform rate of charging and what they charge you to charge at one of those right, stations. Right, because if it's equivalent of saying, hey, um, fill you know, my thank, tank thanks up. for having us go fill my tank yeah, up. Yeah, right. But exactly. If, yes, of course, you can charge your cell phone if it's something like that. Yeah, right. Yes, you charge right. that at my house. So there, there are a lot of other things that they cover. That was just the main crux of this was because what, Kia was behind it. What do you think if someone comes over and wants to charge up? Uh, I'd probably be okay with it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd have to get an idea of, of dollars wise what comes out of that. You know, and, <laughs> I mean, then, and if it's like fifty bucks, and I'd be like, eh. uh, give me fifty bucks, give me fifty dollars, yeah. sure, at least twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, kind of rude to assume, though. I mean, like right. to ask the question is just being, you know, yeah. like a gracious guest. Could yeah. you give me fifty bucks instead <laughs> of just saying, I need to, I need to charge? Right. Yeah. Where's Where's the charger? Can I right. siphon some gas out of your car? <laughs> So, commenting on the findings, etiquette expert William Hansen said, I feel very lucky that I've never had to ban anyone from my house, although some may have come closer than others. He said, nothing is more annoying than guests who turn up late, possibly ruining the host timings for the meal and protracting their effort. That's one of the things I hate. I can't stand. When you've timed out a meal. Yeah, and and people have shown up late. It's very annoying because I try to shoot for... Everything being hot or or in a state of preparation that it's ready to go so I, at the time we agreed upon. If it's so, if you're having one other family over, uh, I mean, okay, yes, of course you're not going to sit down and eat with them. But if I'm having a group over, and because my brother is like infamously late to everything, I'm not waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm no, putting it out. If you get cold food, that's your tough. Problem. We had family members that at Thanksgiving were always always late, and one Sorry. year we're like, screw it. Yeah. We're not waiting. Go this to hell. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we all agreed upon this, and you did that. Uh, so another one, uh, he said, um, it's always people who don't uh, themselves host who are late. And then he goes on to say, asking for the Wi-Fi password is a modern manners sin. Unless is there's it? A, a very good reason to use your host Wi-Fi, uh, you are there to socialize with your host and their family not the people on your phone. I, I think that it. would be more like at a party or something like yeah, that. Or yeah, someone who's right. staying for a, for a while, a couple of days. Yeah. I have, because I, I think you're always given the option, I have a guest password. Oh, okay. that, no, so we it, don't have that. Yeah, so when someone comes to the house, I have a guest password they can use. You know what we got? We got, Rochelle got a uh, a QR printout. Yes. And put it in a frame. Oh, that, oh that's people smart. Can scan and it. if they want, you just go, oh, it's over there. And you yeah. just go scan it that's and you're great. on. That's great. And you yeah. don't have to tell them your password. That's something more for like a full weekend. If you're staying, yeah. if you're you're just coming Agreed. over for dinner. Yes, I don't think you don't need to be on your phone. And if you're staying all weekend, you're going to check your phone at some point. Yeah, QR code connects them to your neighbor's Wi Fi, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Smart. Uh, no, I have zero problems with uh, sharing Wi Fi passwords. We have it uh, posted. It's. It's just a chalkboard, yeah. You know, with our Wi-Fi password on it, and it just says it right there, Wi-Fi password, and then you know whatever the password right. is. But I, I don't care. Because you have to assume that this is, you know, this is for all guests, not just uh, adults, right? So, you know, you might have children over, and that's what they do. They're like, okay, you know, you guys do your adult thing. I'm going to sit over here in the corner and, and play on my phone. So I have two, I have two suggestions that will get you in good if you, if, with a uh, homeowner if you're going to go for a, a visit and stay for a day or two. Two things that I guarantee you will, will get you, no matter what you, well, no, not, not no matter what you do, but for the most part. <laughs> I shot your dog. You will be considered a great guest. Number one, and I am not picky about this at all, but if you take your shoes off when you first come in, I think that shows a sign of respect that people appreciate. Even if they don't really have a shoe policy in the house, it's just kind of a, Do hey, you do that? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah. Uh, oh, when I go to someone else's yeah. house, only if I come in the door and, and I see shoes, shoes sitting by the door, I'll oh. say, hey, I'll take my shoes. Right. 
Now, here's if you're staying for a few days, if you do this in my this is me personally in my book, if at some point there are dishes in the sink and you do them without even asking. If you start yeah, to yeah, wash yeah. some dishes without saying, hey, you need help cleaning up, right? boom, you have immediately made the impression that you are there to contribute and you are there to help out. Yeah, if you're nice. there, I think for, for uh, yeah, yeah, if you're there for a couple of days. For an overnight. What about cleaning the bedding? No, so, but take it off. Absolutely. Take it off. Yeah. When, after you, after when, you're, when you're getting ready yes. to leave. When, when yeah. you're getting ready to right. leave. Yeah, see, I didn't know about that, and I found out about that, that that's but, what you're supposed to ask, do. But ask, ask. Do you want me to take it off? Yeah. And what, then, what if you don't ask? And just take it off? Yeah. Sometimes, like, I, I know some people who want their, a friend of mine has guests over all the time, and when she leaves, she wants all of the beds made, and she has someone come in and clean the house. So she wants it to look nice, and the, the cleaning crew will take the sheets off the bed. But <sighs> me, who, who's going to do it myself, I would ask, and I would want you to take them off. So we, we uh, have people at our place down the shore all the time, and... Nobody ever helps do the dishes. Like really? Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at I, least offer. At least seems, offer. It seems like every single time uh, when everybody is left, uh, there is a dish full of sinks. There's there's plates and there's a and, dish and, full and of sinks. Whatever you know what I meant. <laughs> sink full of dishes. Sink full of dishes. Uh, there oh, are slicely so there. So so case no one no one pitches in no one pitches in at all. There are there are uh, cans and bottles of water everywhere. There that, are it's, that family members. That will be it, no. It's everybody. Even people in this room. Like it's everybody. Me. Yeah, you left a you left a <laughs> bottle of beer on my coffee table last week. Oh really? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like it, you haven't been over enough. I'm talking about the D'Amico's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What the hell? Oh, that, that got me. Wow. No, it, I, I have learned this. If if you you jump in and you start cleaning some dishes, it's it's a and it's a sign of respect and. Uh, and I have now, I've also instituted, all right, everybody, we're doing the dishes. Like, you know, come on, let's go. I, I will but, just announce it. All right, hold on a minute. Casey, th- they're not staying at your house. You expect no, them to they, do dishes in your sink? They come over, at, like, it's every weekend for, for dinner. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's, no, see, I'm I would. I, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, but right. if it was my house, I would not expect somebody coming over for dinner who's not staying to do dishes. Right. Marissa? Well, you can load the dishwasher, though, right? Well, uh, I mean. I don't. I mean, you can, but I would I would never expect you to. If you were just coming over for dinner, I would never expect you to load my dishwasher. All right, I I'm, I want to go back to the sheets thing because this <laughs> has plagued me for years. So I think I learned I don't know I'm gonna say like ten years ago that when you stay over someone's house, you take the sheets off, but right. like you fold them nicely. Right. You don't just like wad them at the, the foot of the bed. Right. A whole bunch of years ago, I was staying over. Uh, it was a, my boyfriend at the times family friends family's house and i tried to unmake the bed and we were being rushed out and the, the bed we were staying in had all these like egg crates and like um <laughs> different layers different layers <laughs> and i just couldn't get it and i was being so rushed out that i actually kind of like left it like half unmade and what I, does it matter though i mean like well, I, I i'm i don't i haven't stayed over somebody's house in god forever but it to me like what does it matter if the if the bed sheets are left on the bed, I agree. Or thrown in a in a, in a bunch just, in the in the corner of the room, or folded is, neatly? Because what you would do is take the sheets off. I, I don't know, I don't care if you fold them or not, or they're in a ball, and then you make the bed. So the bed looks 
neat and made, but the, the sheets are off and can be thrown in the washer. It, it just makes something easier. It's the same thing like the dishes in the sink. It just makes it a little bit easier for the homeowner who's hosted you. But why does it need to look nice? I mean, who's going in the guest bedroom but well, that's, you? That, that's my point. No, I, I mean, I, I would never have an unmade bed in my house. That's just the type of person I am, even mm-hmm. if there's no sheets on it. I mean, I have two sets of sheets, so there'll always be a set. Like, I would leave, an- I could also leave another set out and have them make the bed after they strip the sheets that they've used. I just right. need to finish the story. We also broke up two weeks later, and I never got to apologize <laughs> for leaving the bed a mess. So this <laughs> so is your apology? It's right. my apology, and I just... It was because you were rushed. I want to set the record straight that I was trying to fold up the sheets, and it's a mess. Okay. But we all agree that you fold up the sheets, right? I mean, it's... No, dirty uh, sheets? You, uh, no. Dirty sheets? If you because can. Also, if you have time, yeah, sure. Also, I think please you- don't... Please don't leave a bed made and let somebody else sleep in it after somebody's been made. Right, that's, that's why I'm, you strip it. That's where I'm scared. I'm scared if I make the bed, they're never going to wash the sheets again. Not, you ask. No, I, you a- ask. I, I will take the sheets off a bed that I've slept on if it's in a guest room. And 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 as Kathy said, fold them up. But also, you can ask ahead of time. When I'm when I'm done, I'm going to just pull everything off and fold it up because I do want to honor. Like I wouldn't just, um, you know, I, like. After a dinner or something, I'm, I want to pitch in and help. I want to, would you like me to do the dishes? Well, let, let me help you bring stuff into the kitchen. In other words, show that you're connected. Some people are very picky. No, I got it. Right, right. And totally. that's fine. Yep. So you don't want to just, just, just dominate, you know, and just go do it. So, uh, nah, you know, I came you, to your house to be a guest. Uh, yes. You, you do the work. Right, right. <laughs> but you're complaining about people coming to your house and not doing dishes. But listen, even if somebody's picky and you at least start, if you start washing off and rinsing off the dishes, second. they're not going to complain. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. All right. So on this list, Preston, and yes. for the people in the room, what is the protocol when it comes to sex? In oh, the kitchen? No, no. Uh, having sex. If you're a guest <laughs> in somebody else's house, is it is it verboten? Is it do you look the other way? That's not assume, on this list. All right. So are you going to assume that if you have somebody that, you know, two people that are in love with each other, <laughs> if they're going to be in a guest bedroom for, for a number of days, ha- they're probably going to do it, right? Sure. Yeah. So is there a protocol as to, like... How they do it, when they do it, the volume at which they Can't do it, and then doing the sheets home? afterwards. Screaming, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't just wait until you get home sometimes. If it's a one-night thing or a two-night thing. Yeah, wait till you go home. I yeah, because thoroughly... if you expect them to do your your linens and, you know, clean up your wet spots oh, and yeah. stuff, you know. <laughs> so so yeah. you think it's okay? If, no, I'm saying If you're going to splooge, you might as well, you know. <laughs> Definitely strip wait, you, the sheets. You don't think it's okay for a guest for guests to have sex in your house? No, I don't. I don't. I think, hey, come bang away. I, I was go, tra- go for it. I, I was traumatized God bless you. with people having sex in my house, so I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go now. I don't think it's necessary. I don't. Yeah, right. I don't it's necessarily think it's foreboding, but like you know, if you're only there for a you know a Friday and a Saturday night on you know, you oh. don't have to. Especially <laughs> you control your animal urges. <laughs> you're saying. Do you yeah. know what I do? I avoid it all. By I I never. Uh, even if my dad my dad knows, even if I go when I go out to visit him, I'm not going to stay at his house. Yeah, I'm going to get a hotel. I just uh, this way. I don't. I always feel, and I un, and I believe him when he says. I believe anybody when they say you're not an imposition. But I just feel better if I have my own room and they don't So part have... of it is that you feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I'm an imposition regardless. And I can have every confidence that the people who are inviting me out to visit and I'll go hang and stay. And then at the end of the night, go go back to the hotel room. It just gives an easy out. I don't have to worry about yeah, all I that need, other stuff. I need to go on record here to say <clears throat> anything that I have said about uh, anybody 
The D'Amico's included are my feelings and my feelings alone. My, I do not speak for my wife. I do not speak for my wife. Should we get a lawyer on the phone? We do not need to get a lawyer, but my wife is going crazy on me right now. It's going, this is, n- yeah. She's oh, like, I don't blame oh. anybody for anything. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, All right, Diane. <laughs> um, Preston, you look at, at uh, line two. This is... Okay, yeah, that's that is on this list. That is on this list. I'm going to go to uh, Pat. Hey, Pat. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's try that again, Pat. Now we can hear you. Good morning. All right. Yeah, uh, you might be past this topic already, but how about someone who brings a pet, but you didn't know they were bringing it? Yeah, that's absolutely not allowed. That's very very presumptuous. That is one of the rudest things you can do. I have family members who used to do that. Really? You can't do that. With their and I'm like, listen. I know you love your dog, but we don't love your dog. Well, <laughs> A, pet allergies. B, what if you have pets and they won't get along? Well, that was my problem. I'm like, they're like, but you just have a cat. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know yes. the, the temperament of yeah. my cat. This right. is going to traumatize my cat, who's now going to piss all over my house because yeah. your damn dog couldn't stay home. Right. Keep and it is, home. Is, this, is this overnight? Like, or <laughs> yes. is it? Okay. No, I was like, are hey. you out of your mind? I'm. I, I was like, your dog has to go don't, you in don't. the garage. Like, I'm sorry, but your dog can't you, come you, in my house. You, you can't just presume that. Imagine if, if my wife Claire and I showed up at uh, your house with nine cats <laughs> and a dog. <laughs> the Morrisons yeah. are here. Hey, we just figured they get lonely. <laughs> so here, you want me to give you a, the some of this list here of uh, the worst things you can do as a guest? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, and I don't know if this is in a particular order or not, but here we go. Wipe your greasy hands on the sofa. Well, that's just, that's just, a, in any way, that's a piggy thing yep. to do. Yeah. Put piggy, your, piggy. Put your, <laughs> wee, wee. Uh, put your feet on the sofa. Okay. Uh, yes, don't do that. Uh, go upstairs without asking. Yes. Yeah. Wait till they're asleep, then go upstairs. <laughs> but that's, wait, but that's if they're not staying at your house. If they're staying at your house and you've right. put them in a room, right? What yeah. if they haven't even invited you and you just go over <laughs> and um, go upstairs? Brings dog without asking. Horrible. Uh, goes through the medicine cabinet. Well, okay, I so mean, how many of you have taken a quick little peek at a medicine time. cabinet? Okay. <gasps> yeah. What? Really? Yeah, it's just what you do. How, how many you times have Seinfeld? Never. How many times have you put a Tampax in your mouth and pretended it was a white cigar? Every single time. <laughs> uh, no, I don't go through people's medicine no. cabinets. No. How many times have you used their prescription drugs without them knowing? <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. All right, uh, number six on this list is come in without knocking. No. That's pretty well, these are just matters. I, there are I some people who will come in and go knock, knock if they're yeah. family members. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And that's that. fine. Yeah. All right, so I need to go back to the D'Amico's <laughs> because... Oh, my God, Casey. No, 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 shut up. What the shut hell up. are they doing to you? No, 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 listen. This we reign have, of terror that this family... We are, we're down the shore. We're three blocks away from each other. We do all these things. Yes. Uh, you know, they do it to us. We do it to them. We I, we walk, they walk into it. No, 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 no. because no, they're listen. besties. Yeah, so... They walk into my house, no problem. I have zero problems with that. I right. walk into their house with, uh, right. you know, I don't know if they have a problem with it or not, but I, I do that. Um, also, do you wipe your greasy hands on their couch? Uh, no, no, okay. no, no. Well, at least I don't think I do. But um, like, uh, they're totally allowed to open my refrigerator door. Like, right. I don't know if that's on your your list there, Preston. But like, go through my fridge, grab whatever you need to to grab. Right. Food wise, drink wise. But I mean, I saw a text here going back to the the sex thing. Somebody had said uh, Preston doesn't mind if they uh, have sex in the guest room, but doesn't that where isn't that where he sleeps during the week? And yes, and no, I wouldn't care. Well, you change the sheets exactly. Right. 
What, what, it's you fine. have not fouled it permanently Preston, for me. Th- tell them all the disgusting things you do oh in there. My oh, my God. God. <laughs> I've spread more. <laughs> Why don't we ask my wife? There's more of my DNA in that. Jesus that's Christ. True. Yeah, that's true. It'd be nice yeah. for a, lo- a couple of different Are flavors. Are you sure you want to sleep in there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to have some companion semen. I'm just thinking about my own um, uh, my own preferences here. I don't like when people show up unannounced. Even, you know, like, yeah. even if it's family members. Uh, I, Nick, and, I, and, I, and it, it's something well, that... That's, I've had to look deep within myself and say, yeah. "What is it about that?" I would never, I would never show up without telling someone I'm coming over. And, and it's I don't know what it is, but a lot of times, and people come over for the nicest reasons. Sure, and we've had people stop by, and it's such a sweet thing. But a lot of times, I it all comes back to me feeling guilty because they may come at a time at which I don't have time for them, and then I, I right. feel like such a dick of say, I, I really. You know, and I act anxious, and I, I'm, I'm in the middle of something, and I hate that. Um, I've, that's number 11 on this list. I told you guys a story before. One time I was, uh, we were going to, I think it was a wedding or something like that, and I was, uh, we were, this other family was going to go with us, and I had to make something that we were going to take with us, and I'm at the stove making this cheese sauce, yeah. and you have to keep stirring it. Yes, okay. Right. Rochelle was getting ready. <clears throat> I was getting ready. I was in my underwear <laughs> yeah. stirring this cheese sauce, and I can't get away from it, and the other family... Walked into the house, <laughs> walked into the house, and I, I turn to him. I look at him, and go, "Hey, I'm in my underwear." <laughs> Wait, uh, on it, like you didn't know they were coming over. I knew they were coming, but you know, but they just walked right. They in. came in a little bit early, and they didn't knock. And yeah. I was making a cheese sauce in your underwear. In my underwear. All right, another your thing. The heads are falling off. That uh, guests shouldn't do. That's considered rude. Is farting. Is yeah. breaking wind. Yeah, it's well, totally rude. <laughs> At a house, honestly, if you're at someone's house, you the thing you to do is, is to go up, get into their bed. <laughs> yeah. On their pillow. Yeah. Yeah. On their pillow. Yeah. 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 Immediately seal the sheets up as you get out. And then take a picture, right? Yes, yes absolutely. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of you naked, either laying in their bed or uh, <laughs> sitting on their brand new tricycle. Right. Hey, Chuck D'Amico just here. walked yeah. in the studio. Guess who farts in my house all the time? Yeah. Chuck D'Amico. Dude, right. Chuck, Chuck do you want to respond to any of this? Listen. Um, I was just busting chops. I I really really don't care. I don't yeah. want to. I, I don't want to hang Chuck or Leanne He's or Spencer or Charlie or anybody out to dry. I really don't. Chuck and I. And the last thing have... you want to do is let the truth get in the way of a good story. Right? <laughs> exactly. Uh... So Chuck and I have a great relationship. We have a we have an ongoing joke about sink bacon because Chuck likes to just come over and find out, look at what's going on in the it's sink, and, good... and eat whatever. There's a lot of good leftovers. There is a, good, a lot of good leftovers in the sink. Um, but we have a great relationship, and for some reason, it seems like a lot of these rules that you're it's going your wives that don't get along, right? That, no, they oh, love each oh. other. Uh, but a lot of these rules, <laughs> they they kind of for for me down the shore, they don't apply whatsoever. Like, well, I was people, thinking they didn't apply, but no, they don't. I thought we had a certain kind of friendship, but we do. I, I didn't realize there was all this <laughs> secret judgment going on. Clearly, <laughs> barriers. There is no secret. Listen, I was in your house a couple of weeks ago. I there was a candy dish. I, I helped myself to the Snickers and right. the, the Butterfingers that were in the candy dish. I grabbed a Sprite out of your refrigerator. No, I saw you on my ring camera borrowing some of my tools over the weekend when I wasn't down <laughs> what? there. What? Yeah. I saw you what? walking out of the house with some of my tools in your hand. Uh, just wow. one tool. All right, one tool still. Wait, he didn't te- text you to ask you? I didn't think we needed to, but... We know. don't. No. Well, we so, didn't before for, today. See, I like... <laughs> <laughs> we, 
<laughs> We've learned something. Yeah. You just screwed yourself. All right. No, I, I, but I talked to your wife about that. The, uh, the tool bar. Stay away thing. from my wife. I'll be, <laughs> I'll, I'll be at Preston's house washing dishes. There you go. Thank with you, my Chuck. shoes off. All right. So in your underwear. Here are a few other things uh, that is considered rude when staying at someone's house. Change the TV channel without asking. Oh, that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's unless, a no-no. So that's one of the things I do. If someone comes over to the house. I hand them the remote and say, here's how you use it. God, you, know, God, you know, that's there are certain little courtesies you can do to make people feel comfortable so this doesn't become an issue. Steve, I, I would be lost at your house if you handed me a remote. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's know, yeah. so much happening. There's I don't even know that the buttons actually do what they say. Well, I just have one, like, uh, one visitor remote for right. people. <laughs> Here, it's very easy. Visitor so remote. the TV remote thing, that is an ongoing issue with a fr- with somebody that I know. Uh, and it's not, it's not the D'Amico's at all, but... Uh, somebody who is in their house quite often takes the remote, and then if they're, let's say, they're watching sports or whatever, when it goes to commercial, they'll pick the remote up, and they will mute the TV, and they, like, comment. I'm like, you can't do that. No, it is is owner's deference when Mm -hmm. you're over at the house, when you've been invited over, and then I think a good good host, you know, shows some discretion for the the guests. What would you like to watch? All right, another annoying thing is uh, not taking hints to leave. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God! Oh, please give me some hints. What are what are some good hints? To is it is I it get worth up early tomorrow morning? Yeah. Or um, yeah. you know, there's there's some uh, you know we're really busy. You know, there's there's or some just, phrases. You know what time I go to work? Right. <laughs> or what are you still doing here? Well, do, so I have an out because I, I use that. You know, and Claire is very um, social and is. Um, you know, uh, we'll we'll hang out, but we just realize, okay, have a good night, guys, and she'll stay up and and do the deal with them. But I mean. We don't really encounter that that much. One of the things we would do was turn off all the lights in the house and shut off everything and then go up. <laughs> and then maybe they get the idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I've got another one, too. If, if somebody is, like, staying the night, you, you've gone, you've done something the night before, whatever, they're staying over, maybe mm-hmm. you had a couple of drinks, whatever yeah. it is. It, this isn't a weekend thing. Like, you're staying over, mm-hmm. get up in the morning, yeah. strip the bed. And leave. As soon as possible. So <laughs> yes. my brother-in-law will, like, leave. When I leave, he, he'll come stay at the house. He's a great house guest. And we try to, you know, we have a nice room with the, the, the whole thing. He, he has complete autonomy. And then he'll leave quietly and, and, and duck out. I always feel when I'm staying at somebody's house, I'm just going to go down, you know, because I'm waking up early. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do that song and dance. So that's why I did. Years ago, I decided hotels, just stay at a hotel. I'm not. I'm not beholding to a family, and I don't feel that I'm. I'm being an intrusion on their life. I would, mm-hmm. Steve. I'm. I'm kind of with you. I do. Yeah. I will stay at people's houses. I will be a guest, but right. I would much rather stay much, myself. And, um, and, and just, I always say, don't be insulted. When I'm, I'm sorry, I'm ahead. not even halfway through this list. So, right. um, ask to stay the night. That's if you're not already planning on staying the night. Yeah. Uh, but if somebody's had too much to drink or something yes. like that, I understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can drop um, them off in a parking lot. Turn up unannounced. We already hit that. Turn up late. We, we mentioned that. All right. This one says, go for a number two. Well, you're not going to crap if you have to go, if you're at somebody's house? I, that's what I'm thinking, too. If yes. you have to go. I mean, dear God, that's what the thing is made for. Right. What are you supposed to do? Put it in a baggie and take it home with you? Now, you can pee in the sink if you really have oh Yes, no. you've done that. <laughs> yes. How rude is that? Wait, why did you do that? Uh, hammer. Uh, number number one, I was really wasted. Was this there was is, a bad Tim Graham's house. house? Tim Graham's house. There was, if I remember, to get 
to the bathroom. (laughs) I had to go through a bedroom where people were already sleeping. You didn't want to wake them up. Or something along those lines. And they might have been naked. I don't know. So I I just peed in the sink. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Was it there? I actually did it at two different. I did it at at their house again another time. Oh, my God. That's just a different house. That's your kink. One was at their apartment and then one was at their house. Did you ever take a dump in somebody's crock pot? It was just so every everywhere their bathroom was was completely inconvenient for me. So it's their fault. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> it was inconvenient for him. Matt, and that was the day I puked up that Pat's oh, cheesecake right. in the bag while trying in to the bag. bag while trying to pave the parking attendant. <laughs> That's how wasted uh, I was. That Big was a, chunks of onion coming oh up. My God. Yeah, oh my god! Oh yeah, I had it wet last night. <laughs> I'll tell you what, again, again, that's what, well, you horrible. Good old days. <laughs> Hotel. Hotel. You don't have to worry. Uh, okay, what else we have here? Uh, walking in without taking off your shoes. Uh, putting a drink on the table without a, you know, a coaster, coaster. or a placemat. Yes. Uh, these you are need things. to be leery. You know? Well, if you look for coasters and there are no coasters. Ask. Then they don't do coasters. But ask, if just in case. Right. If you have um, a sweaty glass, you put it down on wood, you ask. Uh, make themselves a drink. So, again, this is if, oh, I, unless no. it's already agreed upon that you're staying, you know, for a couple of days. If you're staying there. Obviously, then it's like, help yourself, you know? And a good host would say. Hey, mm-hmm. my house is your house. Right. But make yourself a drink. I'd be yeah. completely but don't, okay with that. Don't take a dump. Uh, That's all I ask. Unless it's my dad and you drink the whole thing. Then, <laughs> then no. uh, leave the toilet seat up. That's standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that even happens yeah. just in regular life. Uh, ask for some food. You got anything to eat? Hmm. Um, um, I guess that's if you're just stopping by or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I would. So those are the things. Let me get a couple of calls, and we have to actually take a break here in just a moment. Uh, but let me go to, okay, let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning, guys. Long time no talk. Hey, yes. thanks for calling in, buddy. All right, so something rude that a, that a guest house has done. I This has to be on a list. This is why I hate people. This is why I don't bring anybody <laughs> over. I stay by myself and my wife. But when guests bring guests. And you're like, who the F are these people? They're like so rude. It's just horrible. I, I agree. I've, I've seen that before. I agree. Yeah. yeah like, are you, are oh. You, are you talking about it like at a party or as a house guest? No. Just like people come over and then they bring people like, and then either they like, they're like double dipping or like flicking <laughs> their fingers after like they double dip. They're putting their fingers that? back yeah. into yeah. the, the like, big fat greasy fingers. Yeah. You need to get rid of everybody that you know. <laughs> well, listen. No, no. I did. That's why. That's why we go out our by ourselves. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I Love understand that. Well, yeah, you, when you have someone you've invited somebody over, that and, has and, never happened, and they right. bring a guest. It's happened rarely. Yeah, and you you can accommodate. It hasn't been horrible, but I think that's a very again, or maybe very like a plus one, like, audacious thing to do. Yeah, that to me that seems more like uh, like oh, I invited this guy and not anybody else, but he brought his girlfriend with him. Okay, I but. Other than that, like, who would bring another guest with them? I was at a party one time where somebody showed up and they brought, like, five, six people. What? It was a backyard party. Hey, I was at, I was hanging, and they were at another party. It's like... No. The the host doesn't know these people. Uh -uh. Yep, yep, absolutely. All right, I don't understand this one. Let me go to Lou. Hey, Lou, good morning. Hey, am I on the air? You are. Sweet! Nice. (laughs) What's up, Lou? Who's Lou? What's up, guys? (laughs) A couple years ago, was 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 at a party. Somebody I did not know, sitting on the couch near me, not only took up three spots, but took her shoes off on the couch. No. 
You took her shoes that. off. Wait, do you mean left her shoes on the couch or? No, no, no. Took her shoes off and had her bare feet inches from me. I didn't even know this woman. <laughs> oh, you didn't like know. Like she was lounging at a okay. party. At a Super Bowl lounging. party? But, but to top it off, there were, there were people standing who wanted to see, but she was taking up like yeah. three spots. So she's, yeah, that's she's, not cool. Yeah, she's taking up space and she's putting her filthy feet on the, uh, on the sofa. It was horrific. I was traumatized. I couldn't even eat. I, See, I, don't, I don't get the, the shoe thing because you ask people to take their, their shoes off. To, you know, no, no, that's better like, than having your shoes yeah, on. Yeah, but it, was, it, it wasn't everybody else had shoes on. It was a shoes on party. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those shoes on Super Bowl parties, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, I couldn't. I didn't take my socks off for a month. I was so traumatized. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks, Especially Lou. Especially gnarly feet. Well, okay. Uh, let me go here. Ted's been on hold for like 25 minutes. I got to go to him. Hey, Ted. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Good. Quick 30-second story. Yes. Be really quick. So uh, I'm the general manager for Nerds to Go in Swarthmore, so I'm local. Uh, we just got a call from a uh, local homeowner that said, hey, you know, I woke up and I just got this ransomware attack. I had a party the day before. I don't understand what's going on. Okay. Come to find out, doing all the forensics on his PCs and figuring out what happened, one of the one of the uh, aunt or uncle's sons connected to their Wi-Fi network and clicked on something that infected oh. all of the PCs that were connected to the Wi-Fi. Oh, oh wow! So, so that- what I would suggest to you guys and to everybody who's listening, make sure that you have a guest network or a guest setup because. 95 percent 95 to 98 percent of the time that will help okay. uh, just in case somebody gets in trouble with something I've, like that. yeah i've always had a guest password how for do you people do that guest you, password you, you, is it the same network though you, like i don't understand so because because they were allowing everyone to connect to their router instead of having an actual guest uh network set up with their router when you have a guest network there's a firewall that's between it so basically what happened was is that because the kid got some sort of ransomware attack that happened to the tablet itself. Yeah, no, I that, understand that. It's just, do you yeah. need another router? Do you need another, or, or is it all in the same router? I, do you, you know actually, what I mean? Like, it's actually so simple. Normally speaking, you can go into your Verizon or Comcast router and do it right from the router itself, or you can do it from a router that you purchased from a retail store. That's what I did. Right. At, at the point of setup, they helped me create a guest uh, guest network. I guess. I guess. Yep. It sounds account. like it's the same system, but it just insulates. Yes. Anything that might come down on that okay. guest network from your main. Interesting. I, no. I, in layman's terms. And I Ted, do you do you service homes in Villanova area? For example, <laughs> <laughs> we we can go we can go as far as an hour and a half out. Oh, so good. We've all gone right. all the way to yeah. We've gone all the way to like uh, Seaside Heights and stuff like that. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll call cool. you later today. All right. Thanks for the heads up. Ted. <laughs> you have an issue? Email yeah. Nick, will you? Email Nick. <laughs> do, you, do you have? You have a... I do, man. I, yeah. Well, I, listen. Uh, I had. It's a problem. I, there was a probably a couple of years ago. I noticed uh, somebody weird driving around my neighborhood. As it turns out, uh, he's a sex predator, uh, and I, I didn't know what was going on. Was on the on. side of the van. Well, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't understand what this person was doing. I, I just. I thought it was really suspicious that they were driving slowly around the neighborhood, sure. park, parking in weird spots and stuff right. like that. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a detective, and he goes, "He probably." And you know, we're just positing this this notion. He was probably looking for free Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi areas, oh. you know, because he didn't want to, whatever he was going to right. search, searching for. So he can jump on. He wasn't, and... he didn't want to do it from his own personal Wi-Fi right. location. So he was shopping at other people's this Wi-Fi This guy was locations. a sex predator? Yeah. 
Wow. The registered sex offender. And so he's looking for, uh, I guess, you know, illegal porn or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or soliciting over using another account to access. I mean, it's a resourceful sex predator. Yeah. Right. He's, wow. he's he not could just have just gotten on... a VPN. Yeah, he's and... going out. Mm-hmm. He's not sitting at home. By the way, I want to uh, read this text, and then we got to take a break. This says, when I was a teenager, my best friend lived in an apartment above the garage of his brother's friend's house, and the bathroom was in the main house. In the middle of the night, I had to poop really bad, but I was too nervous to go inside, so I crapped behind the garage. Am I a bad house guest? Oh, my God. You're a weirdo. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. I feel your pain, buddy. It's okay. Did anybody, anybody ever find out? Sorry. to poop behind the house instead of just using a toilet. That's funny. A lot of people go to the loading dock if they got a. I think the loading dock if or if unlock. there's a. You go there if you have if you, to. What about if there's a blender in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. No, that what, might not, work. Hey, if there's a crock pot. Who made smoothies? <laughs> All right. Anyhow, it's an interesting article because we're probably going to start hosting uh, friends and family again very soon. And just kind of reminding you, if you happen to be the guest, what might be considered a rude behavior. Uh, but help out with the dishes if you can. Uh, strip the bed. That's another big one. Take shoes off. That's some pretty standard things also, to show a little bit of courtesy. And ask. Ask what would, yeah, you, ask would you like me to. Most yes. definitely. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't forget, secret text word, chance for you to see um, Shinedown, who's going to be at the Met on September 11th. Text word secret to 39333. We'll get a winner in a little bit. We'll be right back. Greetings, Pierre. <laughs> Greetings, citizens. This is Pierre Robert, and I'd like to encourage those of you who have been thinking about the vaccine to go ahead and get your shot. Vaccines are helping us to get back to many things we enjoy, like sporting events. Well, maybe for some. And that wonderful experience, for me, of live music. Yes, concerts. Getting vaccinated will also help keep your friends and family safer. Text SHOT, S-H-O-T, to 39333, and we'll send you a link with some useful vax information. There's also details on a cool app I found that helps you get a free vaccine near you with just your zip code. Just text SHOT to 393. Thanks for listening, and thanks to our partner in this effort, Virtual Health, here to get you there. And from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Real quick, uh, an email that was sent in. Did you get an email, Marissa, from the... Okay. Uh, This is the superintendent of Cinnaminson Schools, Mm -hmm. head honcho in the the world of Cinnaminson High School, or Cinnaminson School District. Uh, he said, I wanted to thank you for recognizing a CHS teacher this time around in your coolest teacher competition. And I would also like to thank you because as soon as I heard that Cinnamon High, Cinnamons in High School was being featured, I hurried up to let everyone know, all of the dignitaries, my family, etc. And then you proceeded to discuss trauma to the male body parts for a half hour after that. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. He said, again, thanks. Looking forward to hearing the winner. And we already named that winner. It was Senora Mary Orfanos. And we spoke to her earlier this morning. But this is courtesy of Stephen, Stephen Capello, who is the superintendent. So, Stephen, thank you. We appreciate you listening. Thanks so much. And we were happy to highlight sentiments in high school. Um, you know, we choose these randomly. Uh, we do. At, uh, literally out of a, out of a box of, of names in there. So I'm glad you guys uh, got to be a part of it this year, which is cool. And we'll do... Uh, uh, tomorrow is uh, Haddon Heights uh, Senior High School, and then we have one more, and then we're done with it for the year. It. But we'll uh, we'll reinstitute that next year. Hey, um, so I want to bring some up. We're going to check in with our uh, Big Brothers Big Sister event that's going on a minute with Mark Mark Zell, and we'll be checking in, in a few minutes. We got a, a moment here to talk about some stuff. We just spent some time talking about house guests and how 
with uh, all the vaccinations and loosening the restrictions, um, it's going to be more common to host people. Uh, and we uh, have a graduation this week. My son Carter is graduating from high school tomorrow. So some family members are coming in. And my in-laws, my father-in-law and mother-in-law came in yesterday and haven't seen them. I want to say maybe because of COVID, it was it was a good maybe eight months or more since I'd seen them before wow. this. It's been almost two years since I've wow. even seen them. Well, was the last time they came, didn't they actually drop off your, your dogs? Uh, n- no, they've been by since. Then, okay, all right. Uh, because that was three years ago. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, so so they got in yesterday, and I've I've mentioned this before, and and I gladly hand over the television when uh, when they come in because I'm not that big of a TV watcher, so right. not on all the time. But uh, but they will, you know, when there's not much going on in the daytime, we're not doing anything. Watching TV kills some time, and they tend to gravitate uh, towards some specific kind of shows. They like things like uh. Judge shows like Judge Judy and Judge Joe Brown and all those other ones. Judge Hatchet. Or like, you know, shows like Cops and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, so they have their, they, they their regular thing and I can always count on. They're into the penal system. The judge shows being on. Well, yeah. things have changed. Oh. Really? And we don't have the judge shows on anymore. And I <laughs> am extremely surprised at the viewing choice specifically of my father-in-law, Butch DeGear, Oh, and let me tell you about let me, let me tell you about Butch for a moment. Butch is uh, we would consider here uh, because of his accent and the way he carries himself. To Butch to be kind of a good old boy. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. yeah. He's uh, he's and he's a, he's a big guy too. He's like six four at least. He's yeah, a very large individual. He's a man, no question about that. Butch okay. is a man's man. Oh, and no. this is the- oh, you know no. what I'm going to say? I, I, maybe you know what he watches almost exclusively now. Oh no! Okay, what? hang on a second. Oh, so, it. so it's something he can watch. Yeah, just tell me. Just tell me. Hallmark movies. Ah! <laughs> I, ah, there you go. Hallmark movies. Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> yep. Hallmark uh, mysteries. Yes. He, all this stuff. He is. Steve, we uh, watched two. We of can hang. <laughs> and Steve, he's got a method. Yeah. Um, he's got an observation and a method that he follows. Okay. And I kid you not, I saw it. I actually videotaped it yesterday. <laughs> I filmed it on my on my camera. Um, he will look at his watch, and he he says that in the last. <laughs> 60 seconds of every single one of these, except for a few, and this is what he's watching out for, is that the two that were meant to be together will kiss with 60 seconds left okay. on the, in the uh, in the show. Yes. That's what he's, he's right. Climax of a kiss. Oh, my gosh. That moment that those two, whatever forces have been working against them to keep them apart... Come together within the last minute of the show. And then the credits go. And and, then... and they have the kiss and the music swells. And then maybe one last little ha-ha line on the way out. And then the show's over. And that, yes. holds, true for, that holds true for everything. Even uh, So all of the Christmas movies would be that. Because mm-hmm. they, they want to hold out on that. Even that's the, the murder mysteries? Like, like the Aurora That's teapot. a little different. That's okay. a little different. Sometimes, yeah. though. Sometimes. Uh, but yes, uh, I, so, I approve. That's so I, I took the video. I have Marissa isolate the audio for you. Oh, okay. All right. Let's All hear right. it. Of, of Butch went because I knew because they had said that that uh, it, his wife Verna said to me earlier. He's like he always likes to watch, and he looks at his watch. 
in the last five minutes, and he will let you know if they kiss too early or not. All right. Oh. Because, and then he explains it. Sometimes they'll do it early, but then they'll the do real it again. Kiss. Then the real kiss comes yeah. with one minute left. The one where it's yeah. solidified, where now, they are clearly going to be together forever. So he doesn't know I'm taping this. I'm All just, right. okay. I'm kind of, you know... Uh, candidly filming because I wanted to get this. Now, he speaks kind of quiet, but Butch, yeah. Butch can be loud when he wants yeah. to be, but but he was being kind of quiet, and my wife is sitting next to him. Okay. So this is at the moment, uh, and you can hear the audio between the couple, and so here we go. One minute, One minute till... Oh, wait, I, I wanted to get a little bit before that, Maris. Nah, right. That's okay. Anyway, I wanted you to hear the, two, the, the couple speaking okay, to each right. other because they're like, you know... Do you remember what movie it was? I didn't think you'd be here, you know, or whatever. Well, well, I'm here now, you know, uh-huh. something along those lines. Do you remember the name, of the, name of the movie? I, no, right. I, I don't remember at all. So anyway, this is right when he when he leans in and, and tells Rochelle, uh, should I just roll this, Marissa? Uh, you know what? No, uh, she hang says, on. Hang she, on she, she's going to get you what you want. Right. Um, so, it, yeah. I, I wonder, I, so does he prefer does he prefer the Christmas movies? Are, are there, I haven't asked yet. the money shot because they're the Aurora Tea Garden mysteries with Candace Cameron Bure? Uh, I haven't asked yet. I'm not sure. Uh, we're having, I know we're having Mary Lou Hanner back on to talk about that. Okay. Uh, I wonder if their judge showed out because of the pandemic. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh. enough of it. Yeah, enough Listen, of it. Is it too much of the same thing? Nothing makes you feel better than a Hallmark Christmas movie. All right, yeah. here, here we go. We have the whole thing. Here we go. Oh, Jeff. All right, he, he goes, it's always the same thing, too. You heard he's commenting about it. <laughs> One minute till the end? Okay. Yeah, so every one of them, they suck face at one minute, too. Okay. One, they suck face one minute left. I love the term suck face. Uh-huh. That's such a dad term. It's uh-huh. awesome. <laughs> Turn to every one of them. Every, all right. So they suck face at one minute till. Okay. Yeah. Let's see here. He's telling his wife, there it is, hon. Uh-huh. <laughs> what time is it, Butch? What time is it? One minute till. Five fifty-nine. <laughs> Every time, huh, Butch? Every time. Every time. Sometimes they do a five till, but then they go a little longer. You know, something else goes on. We just did it one till. Four. Yes. Next. Oh my That's gosh. adorable. He's I was, totally adorable. I was losing it, man. I was, I was keeping it to myself, but I'm like, oh my god, this is greatest thing ever. This is, this is so I good. need to see the video. I need to see this video. I'll, Are we uh, gonna yeah, post it? We'll show it to you, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's. Uh, I was so surprised. I was so so who? So funny. Absolutely so you, surprised. Your mo- your mother in law didn't lead that. He he was no, he. It's all him. He was man. the one who went it's in. All him. Wow. She thinks it's funny too. Does so? Does she? Is she still a judge show proponent? Uh, oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. ask. But it's funny because. Carter earlier on was uh, I, I was playing with the the Oculus, you know the the yeah. uh, uh, the VR uh, game, and uh, Butch was kind of intrigued why I was wearing this thing on my face. And then Carter was like, "Tell him about it." And he's like, "Here, you want to? We can put this on." He's like, "No, no, no, no," because the movie was still on. He didn't want, he didn't want to see the end. <laughs> and he's like, "No, we'll, we'll later on. We'll, we'll get that later on." Right. And, right. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. He's he's wrapped up. So how so how much? They've only been back for a little while, but how many did they watch? A couple movies in succession. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The, yeah. There may have only been time for one yesterday because they got they got there in the afternoon. But yeah, because you can leave it on and it'll constantly. I mean, you move through all That's the different. The thing. You can I, leave the the Christmas movies into the mysteries. Into the just the regular <laughs> love stories. Love stories. I think that's probably how it happened because um, 
you know, I, I don't know why he would have chosen that. I think it just, you know, accidentally, do you have it on one channel? Thing. Right. That's why you'll watch, you know, how it's made sometimes. Sure. For hours at a time. Sure. Just because it's on. But it's funny because he was like, you know, press, where's your remote? I go right here. He goes, how, how can I find a Hallmark channel on here? <laughs> I was like, what? Really? <laughs> wow. Okay. I would be curious. Ask him if he's a fan of the Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. All right. And if he if he's you a guys uh, could chat. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the Candace Cameron Beret thing is awesome. And Rochelle loves them, so yeah. they're gonna. Yeah. I know what we're doing the next few days. Oh man. So thank God. That, so like, that's better for you, right? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Better I, than the judge stuff. I don't like those <clears throat> shows because yeah. they're yeah. so formulaic and one they're minute till. incredibly <laughs> telegraphed. But I'm intrigued by this one minute till thing. Sure, yeah. I'm yeah. Very but it's like, yeah, here's the deal. And for your father-in-law, mother-in-law, like, there's always a happy ending. So maybe that's why they that's a enjoy good thing. it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and like, it never you know, ends with a murder suicide, right? Right. So it just leaves them feeling good and good about themselves. And and thank God for voice remotes these days because you know, like with my mom, it's the same exact thing. Like, how do I get? To, you just press the little microphone yeah. and say what you want to watch. Yep, exactly. You know, so. Yep. I don't even know what number channels are anymore. You know, um, yeah, yeah no, I don't either. I, I know somebody a couple. Came to my, yeah, somebody came to my Me house. TV is eight hundred two. Okay, well, I yeah, mean, I, I know the basic channels that I go to right. want. Um, so I was, uh, I was absolutely That's crazy. blown away by that. <laughs> oh man, you'll have to tell you, you find out what what movies he's if he's a, if he knows the titles, if he knows the actresses he likes, if he's a Lacey Chabert fan. That's a good question. I'm Cameron gonna guess Bray, no. I don't think he's that deep. Danica on it, McKellar. But I will, I will ask Steve between Preston's father-in-law and Ari Spears. You got like this new circle. Of I know friends that are my new pals <laughs> yeah. to hang out with. You got to get uh, Preston's father-in-law to, to uh, check out BTS. You know? Yes. Oh my God, <laughs> boy. Very talented. Yes. <laughs> uh, they uh, uh, seem respectful of their elders. Should we find out if he likes Batman. Uh, uh, ben Affleck is Batman. Right. I, I, do you think he's he's made that jump no, yet? I don't, think, I don't no. think he's a super. But I'll guy. take an Aurora Tea Garden fan. Um, but um, it was so funny because I'm like, am I seeing this? And I'm telling my wife that I'm like, he's this is wow. Okay, I, I'm impressed actually. Well, I think so she makes. I think it's great. So so his, his own wife will kind of. Jab him a little bit. I, I think she finds it funny. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know if she'll sit and watch the whole movies or not with him. Well, now I have a question because when's your dad get into town? Uh, today. Okay. Yeah. Think he's going to like watching the Harmon? Har- no. 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 <laughs> Wait, are they all staying with you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, you guys got space, right? Just a couple days. Yeah, we got yeah. plenty of room, so yeah. it'll be fine. What time so do you start drinking? St- <laughs> <laughs> what time what? do you start drinking? Yeah. For, for, I'm going to be in the basement cleaning my shotgun. <laughs> um, all right. So we're waiting to hear from uh, Mark Salen about the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters event here in just a moment. So we still got a, a little bit before he calls in. He, after all, he is riding his bicycle yes. across the country. He started on Saturday. Mm. Um, but I got this email. Speaking of across the country, this is across the world. Uh, this is an email from a guy named John Green. He says, hey, guys, just want to send a quick note and thank you for doing what you do. I've been vacationing in Thailand for the past six weeks. What? Vacationing for six weeks? Wow. I uh, said, and it's nice to be connected to home. And while I've been listening to you since uh, the PMS days, I've rarely gotten to listen to your whole show except for podcast. Uh, you come on at 5 p.m. here. And I must have uh, been a winner on your first Assword contest on <laughs> Y100 for tickets to Live and Counting Crows in Camden. You wow. must. He says you must remember that, right? Oh, I remember that show. Uh, only time I won. Keep it up. If ever, if I ever call, I just got out of the shower. So that's from John checking in from Thailand. So wow, <laughs> that was the first and only time I saw Counting Crows in concert, and I was so 
underwhelmed with yeah. Adam Duritz talking his way through the No, song. that's one of the big complaints. They're, they're a great band, but sometimes, a lot of times, I've seen them a couple of times, Case, and that yeah. is the issue. And I kind of don't like it, but you get what you get. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of a back and forth with John uh, yesterday, Preston, because I guess he emailed both of us. But um, he's considering moving there. He spends uh, he spent six months there over the last few years, but he's coming back and he's going to try to come to barbecue this year. So, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we'll get to say hi to him in person in September. So he's on vacation. Is he actually? But he's, does he work remotely? He's semi-retired. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right, he's working his way out of the working world, and he's able to do trips like this for long periods of time. My buddy moved to West Palm Beach years and years ago. And I was just talking to him the other day, and he is now, like, he's got a job where he's 100% remote, and he is really thinking about van lifing it. And, and, wow. and just, you know, because he can work pretty much anywhere. So he's thinking about buying a, a camper, an RV, and uh, and living wherever the that's hell he wants step, to live. Man. Yeah. That is a big step. Wow. All right. Well, uh, the gentleman that's on the line is not living in a van right now. He is living on a bicycle. Yes, he is. And he's making his way from San Francisco to Atlantic City, seventeen or no, thirty-seven hundred miles. Um, and the goal is raising funding and awareness for Big Brothers Big Sister Independence, and they have. Um, a milestone year. It's 105 years that the organization has been around. So we would like to welcome the man who is doing this ride, and we'll see how he's hanging in there. Uh, please welcome Mr. Marcus Allen hey! to the show. Hey, Marcus. Hey, how you doing, fellas? We're good, but more importantly, how are you, my man? I'm struggling. I'm struggling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and how, where are you? How far into your trip are you? So we're... Day, today's day five, right, Gary? Day five. Yeah, day five. I'm sitting here with my board member and uh, partner in crime, and uh, he's been a big for 15 years. Uh, Gary Jones is doing this with me and two other fellas. Uh, we're day five, uh, Steve, and uh, we just had our toughest ride yesterday. We did nine, about 9,000 feet of climbing yesterday. 9,000 oh, wow. feet of climbing. So oh now we were talking, Marcus, and I mean, you're, you're, you're physically fit, but I, I think there was a fair amount of fear about what was, <laughs> what was involved with this, but you're committed to the cause. Did that 9,000 feet, did at any point did you say, say to yourself, this is a horrible decision to do this? <laughs> Listen, you have a lot of time on that bike, my friend, <laughs> and a lot of thoughts coming to your head that you cannot control. Um, <laughs> but at no point have I thought about quitting. Um, the mission is just way too important. You know, what we're trying to do in Philadelphia and across this country is is build a nation, and you build a nation with its future, and our future is our kids. And so um, when I get tired and sore, my butt is killing me, um, my shoulders hurt, my calf, I'm cramping in my calves and my thighs are hurting, I think about what we're doing this for. And that helps, you know, give me a little bit more power to keep going forward. All right. And where are you? Where have you made it to so far, Marcus? So I'm going to let Gary tell you that because he's a little, lot more familiar with that than I am. Okay. I'm a little dizzy right now. <laughs> um, as of today, we are in Truckee, California, oh. which is... <laughs> You're familiar with that. I know, yeah, Truckee. That's where, uh, so our midday host, uh, Pierre Robert, grew up in uh, Petaluma, California, and spent a lot of time in Truckee. I once went trucking on the Truckee. It's a gorgeous spot right outside of um, uh, Lake Tahoe, but it's a beautiful place. But but the elevation there is daunting, so you guys went from one coast, and then you're up in the Sierra Nevada at this point, and that must have been challenging. Listen, we saw uh, snow cats yesterday. Listen, 
we we like when we were in you know coming out of San Francisco, it got warm, and I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be a, a hot ride. We get up into the mountains, it's yeah. like 40 degrees. We're coming down, going almost 40 miles an hour. My lips are frozen, <laughs> my my fingers are tingling, my my toes are frozen. I was like, I don't think I dressed properly for this ride. <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> All right, so when did you start, and when are you expected to be in Atlantic City? So we started uh, June 5th. Um, we let we, we dipped our rear bicycle wheels in the Pacific Ocean, um, mm-hmm. and we started straight from San Francisco, and we are going to get to Atlantic City uh, to dip our front wheels in the Atlantic Ocean on July 23rd. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Oh, that's long. Yeah. So, Casey, I know you had some questions. Casey is a bike rider. I am. And I'm, I was just curious about how many miles you guys are doing a day. And, uh, well, when you were planning it, how many miles were you planning on doing a day? And are you? do you think you're going to be able to stick to that? Yeah. So, our plan is roughly 90 miles a day. And we have no choice but to stick to it because our hotels are planned out and everything is planned oh out <gasps> between here and the end of the ride. So we got to hope it goes well. I would, lo- <laughs> I would love it if you – and I, if you haven't done this already, I, I don't know. So um, uh, if you could plot – at least at the very end, plot what your course was. So I'd love to see what that was for, for anybody else that is maybe curious to do what you guys are doing, um, you know, for somebody else to have already planned it out would be extremely helpful. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. What we can do is we can, we can show you like what cities in town we're going through. I have my team send that over to you guys. You guys want to post it on your website. So, you know, your listening audience can kind of follow us along the way, um, which I think would be really interesting. And Casey, just so you know, I know you're avid bike riders as well as a lot of uh, the team at Preston Steve show. Uh, I am not an avid bike rider. Gary and the guys, they've been riding together for 25 years. Mm. I've been riding with them for about four months. (laughs) Wow. Is that what you did, four months of training? I did four months of training with them, and not really even that because um, weather and uh, we had some issues. Like, (laughs) I was going to come out here on this bike, and when the guy saw my bike that I was going to ride on, <laughs> he said, oh, L Marcus, no, there's no way you're going to make it on that bike. So I had to get a brand-new bike. Uh, thanks to uh, Joe Tucker from the Tucker Law Group. Really appreciate the donation, Joe. Thank you. I got this uh, Pinarello 2019 that is like the Cadillac of bikes. I feel good about that. But I was so underprepared for this trip, and having these guys has been amazing. So I just want to, Marcus, and we've been talking for a while here, and obviously you've been on the show many times, and uh, obviously coming through the whole COVID experience and what you guys provide, what Big Brothers, Big Sisters, you know, what we've talked about and what you've talked about on the show here, what it does is it, it, it is something that can involve just a little bit of time to make such a huge difference in a, a young uh, a young man or young woman's life uh, and and just give that mentoring. And, and a lot of people think, and I, I said to you at the beginning, I think a lot of people are confused and think this is something that it's, you're, you know, this isn't an adoption. This isn't, you know, you, this isn't turning your life upside down. It is giving of your time, you know, in whatever way you can manage, and it makes a huge difference. And just going, and as you've told us over the years, seeing the amount of people who have been bigs and they're, they're, um, 
how fulfilled and how wonderful it's been for them. And it's it's such a symbiotic relationship between the person giving the time and the person receiving the time. And it's building those bonds. So with all, all the stuff that goes on in the world, you have an ultimate good. It's a linear good. You have people reaching out and saying, I care about you. And, and the end result is that... You know, again, on the front page, you know, on, uh, all throughout the, the Big Brothers Big Sisters website are pictures of people smiling and people, you know, people po- being positive, And that's what you guys are about. Absolutely. And, and, and you couldn't have said it better, Steve. Um, when, we, when we talk about, you know, the, the type of one-to-one mentoring that Big Brothers Big Sisters in, is engaged in, and you and I, and I've said this to you before, you don't have to change your life to change the life of a child. Right. And and what that means is we're looking for people who are willing to volunteer about five hours of their time a month, uh, about two, two and a half hours twice a month for 12 months, which is about 60 hours a year. Right. And just spending time with a young person, not trying to be a, a parent, not trying to be their teacher, tutor or anything like that. But you it's a friendship model and it is really based on your ability to be caring and compassionate to kids who have some struggle and obstacles that they're facing, which we all do, right? And then also be a really good listener, right? We're not asking you to come in here and tell these kids what they need to do, what they need to stop doing or anything like that. But really, just be a friend. Yeah. Be a sounding board. Just be someone that's there for them. And I, I can promise you it will make a huge difference in those kids' lives. And if people can't be bigs, if they can't uh, find the time or they have kids of their own and being busy in those uh, in that realm, uh, you guys are not only looking to try and get 105 mentors by July 23rd, you're also trying to raise $105,000. And this is all because of the 105-year history of Big Brothers Big Sisters Independence. So um, if, if you can't open up your home or your time, uh, then maybe you can open up your wallet and donate a little bit, which will help just as much, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it costs us about $1,500 a year to support a one-to-one match. That We have staff, match support specialists who are supporting the big and the little throughout the match. Um, so we are always trying to raise money so that we can take more kids off the waiting list. We have over 750 kids on the waiting list to date. Um, the average kid waits on our waiting list almost two years. And so you can imagine that you have a parent who's raised their hand to volunteer their child for our program for whatever reason and it's taken us two years to get that kid some support wow. and so the, your donations are not uh going to be used frivolously every dollar of your donation goes towards helping us take kids off the waiting list and continue serving the kids that we're serving and so the way that the people can donate for this ride to help support that is going and visiting miles.givesmart.com or they can um, text MILES, M-I-L-E-S, to 76278. And those are two easy ways that people can give. And they can give, like, if you want to do it in, you know, in terms of honoring the, the miles that Gary and I and Art Elwood and John Krause are riding, um, they can donate a dollar a mile, which we would love that. Or you can do- donate a penny a mile, uh, which is about $37.50, or dime a mile. Like, whatever you want to donate, like, we will take it all because we are so passionate about making sure every kid who wants a big gets a big. 
it's 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 great. And again, we've always supported this, and 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 we hear from people, and you know, you obviously there are a number of professional athletes and people who have gone on to great success who have benefited from the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. And I also want to remind people that the whole our our. Uh, sister stations are involved throughout today. So I know you're going to be talking to uh, to Matt Cord and Anthony Gargano uh, on The Fanatic and uh, Matt on uh, WMGK. Um, so I have to assume by the time you're talking to them later this afternoon, you'll be probably in Cincinnati. Is that correct? Paul <laughs> <laughs> goes well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 the way I feel, Steve, we may be still at this hotel. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you guys got a long way to go, but, uh, stay the course. And, uh, you know, as you were saying, and I'm sure you will, Marcus, keep uh, the people in mind that are going to benefit those kids. So. Uh, good luck to you, man, and stay healthy, stay safe, all right? Hey, I appreciate that. And, Steve, thank you for connecting me to Mark Feynman, um, who is just an amazing person when you come to when you're talking about organizing bike rides. And, and uh, real quick, I did not know, and I don't know if you know this, but Mark Feynman is also a former little in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. That's awesome. That's tremendous. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. thank you for that. Oh, and, and yeah, thank you for all you guys are doing. And, you know, we always, always throw your, so support your way. You guys do great work. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. Marcus Allen, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Independence, Miles for Mentoring <laughs> is happening now. And the information's at PrestonSteve.com if you didn't get a chance to write down what we passed along that. There is something sort of romantically fun if you had the time and weren't. Now, he's... You know, there's going to be a, a celebration and there's everything sort of like a hard end date in Atlantic City that they're trying to make and make sure they make. And I'm, I'm going to go out to that that arrival point, which we'll talk about later, you know, as the, the weeks progress. But to take that, Casey, as you say, take that trip, yeah. see the country that way. Yeah. It'd be kind of kind Screw of interesting. Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> Not on a bicycle. No. Nah. A motorcycle, maybe? Maybe. Moped? Even a motorized skateboard, but not a bicycle. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, there's yeah. no way I could do or it. A plane I mean, looking down on yeah. the ground below. You it'd could. Be pretty amazing. No, you could. And 90 miles a day, that sounds like a lot. And it is. Uh, uh, but, you know, the more you ride, the more you get used to it. And, right. Uh, you could do, you know, you're doing 90 miles in a, in a day, right? So, like, I could do, like, 30 miles in, like, a couple hours, you know? And so you just kind of break that up into, you know, like three, two-hour rides or something like that. You could do that. Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> uh, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you drink along the way? Yeah, you drink at the end. Uh, well, you got a carb load, you know. Yeah, that's true. All right, listen, we got to take a break because we got to get to the Bizarre File. It is on the way next. Stay with us. Pierre in Studio C with another MMRBQ artist, Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick, as they ponder what's up with that flying kiss record. New video slash Phil Collin and Robert DeLeo's all-star jam of Jimi Hendrix's Fire. 93.3 WMMR presents Shinedown for their first performance at the Met, September 11th. Pre-sale info and your shot to win tickets before you can buy them. Click concerts for the latest on newly announced shows with Guns N' Roses, Judas Priest, Black Label Society, and Avatar. You know what? I got a, I got some movie passes I can get. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Fandango passes to see The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. I was supposed to get rid of these last week. I didn't get rid of all of them, so we had some left over. So 
Uh, let's take five callers. First five callers, 215-263-WMMR, and you will be good to go for that. So let's set you up. It's in theaters now, by the way. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre file. so let's go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. And it's brought to you by Horizon Services Super Plumbing Event. It's almost over, so you can earn up to $200 off select plumbing services. Just visit horizonservices.com. A Haver to Grace man is being held on two counts of first-degree assault this week after allegedly stabbing two victims with whom he was playing miniature golf with The on most Sunday. benign game on earth. Come on. <laughs> Ocean City police officers responded for a reported serious assault. Officers located two stabbing victims. One of the victims was transported to the hospital with injuries not to believe believed to be life-threatening. The second victim was treated on the scene. By any chance, were they in front of the windmill? I don't know. That can drive people to commit murder. It might have been a waterfall. Uh, it was determined the suspect and the victims engaged in a physical altercation while playing mini-golf together. Hmm. Officers identified the suspect of Enjai, as Enjai Lincoln. Uh, he has been charged with two counts of first-degree assault, two counts of second-degree assault, two counts of reckless endangerment, and a fighting knife weapons uh, ordinance Jesus. violation. Press, how's your mini-golf game? It's pretty solid. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Cool. I love mini-golf. Now, now I'm terrible, obviously. I have not, though I've voiced an interest in, in getting out to the real thing and now perhaps trying it. But my mini-golf game is strong. Yeah? Yeah. Very good. All right. A teenager remains in a critical condition after a breaching whale landed on top of his boat. I believe this was in... It was in his garage, Preston. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I think this is in Australia. Naruma on the north-southwest south coast over the weekend. Uh, The 18-year-old man was fishing alongside a 39-year-old skipper on Sunday morning when the whale surfaced from beneath the boat and then crashed down onto the small vessel. Uh, the pair issued a mayday signal before managing to navigate back to the boat ramp. I'm so sorry. Uh, paramedics uh, met the vessel at the boat ramp and treated both men for serious head injuries before taking them to the hospital for emergency treatment. Why don't you sit on me until help arrives? Uh, the younger man was later airlifted to the hospital where he remains in critical but stable condition oh. while the older man was treated uh, for facial lacerations and a concussion. <laughs> when you, how'd you get that cut on your face? Oh, well landed on me. Good story. <laughs> According to a crowdfunding page set up to support the 18-year-old's family, uh, the teenager is suffering a broken neck and severe head injuries. Wow. Uh, Maritime uh, NSW has launched an investigation into the incident, with authorities urging skippers to stay alert while on the water uh, during the season's whale migration along the coast. I mean, what's the investigation going to find out? The whale did it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You, come over here. (laughs) They put him in a lineup. There's like six other whales. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's two deer, a bear, and a whale. Yeah. Uh, a woman with a knife was arrested Monday during a Venice Beach news conference at which a city council member and mayoral candidate was speaking about Los Angeles's homelessness crisis and public safety. Uh, Los Angeles City Council. Now a demonstration. Yeah, right. That's what it was like. <laughs> this man is going to knife me. Uh, mayoral candidate Joe Buscano was uh, speaking about the city's homelessness crisis and announcing his plans for creating a safer city during the morning news conference. Uh, a Los Angeles Police Department captain was cut by the knife while assisting uh, Buscano's private security team in detaining the woman. Uh, the injury was minor. 
Video shows the officer uh, taking the knife from the woman who was not immediately identified. She told officers she used the knife to protect herself or uses it to protect herself. <laughs> it was not immediately clear what occurred before the woman was detained, but the LAPD said that she was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. Scoot at my press conference. Yep. A 59-year-old man from Michigan told the Michigan lottery officials that he bought a winning millions uh, ticket from a Speedway station and then scratched the ticket while filling his car with gas. He says after he discovered he'd won a million-dollar prize, he was so excited, he forgot he was filling up the car with gas and drove away with the gas pump still attached to his car. I know how that feels. (laughs) So does Pierre. Uh, he says his plan is to use his winnings to buy a new house and a new car and take a vacation. But he took off <laughs> with the pump handle still stuck in his oh car. Uh, I, I love this story. Sometimes people do seemingly positive things to draw attention to something they dislike. Take, for example, people living in one neighborhood in Louisiana. Homeowners in a neighborhood in Lakeview decided to throw a 16th birthday party for a home in the area. But the theme of the party was Sweet 16 and Never Been Fixed. The house being celebrated has reportedly not been lived in or tended to for 16 years. Oh, boy. So they had a party for it. A neighbor tells a local news outlet that the concern is black mold and a pool filled with water that will lead to another (laughs) mosquito infestation. Despite efforts from that neighbor and others, uh, the house still sits in disrepair. The homeowner reportedly lives elsewhere in the city and only performs minor upkeep on the property when a citation is issued. Hey, when, you, when you fall into that sort of nightmarish dilemma where somebody on your block or whatever, because growing up, um, I remember we had a house, you know, it was down about a block, and it was one of those houses that was in perpetual disarray, mm-hmm. and nobody seemed to ever live there, but it was, you know, how do you, my next what door, do you do? My house next door stayed vacant for six years. Oh, wow. And they never... Mow the lawn. Nothing. There was no upkeep at all. Oh man, none whatsoever. And you just yeah, nothing you can do. Yeah, they send citations to the owner. If the owner doesn't follow through on it, then there's nothing they can do because they're not going to drive you know halfway across the country if that's where they're living to go arrest them. So, uh, anyhow, uh, the neighbors hope that the party will bring attention to the situation and force the absent owner to either sell or tear down the property. And one last story. This one is out of Cameron County, Pennsylvania. I'm not sure where in the state this is. But the uh, Cinema Honing Sportsman Club is hosting a rattlesnake hunt oh. June 12th and 13th. I did not know this existed. The two-day event will open at 8 a.m. on both Saturday and Sunday. And it's a catch-and-release event. Oh, stupid. All snakes must be returned to the capture site by sunset on June 13th. And then we're going to have a pancake breakfast. Snake hunters can <laughs> register starting on Friday at the Snake Pit. Registration will reopen we'll Saturday all meet at, the snake pit. at 7 a.m. And hunters must have a valid Pennsylvania fishing license and Pennsylvania rattlesnake permit. So how many rattles? Is there a robust rattlesnake Dude, population? I went hiking uh, two or three weeks ago. We went to uh, Pinnacle up near uh, Hawk Mountain. Yeah. And there were nesting there. We saw one out on the rocks. It's, it's rattlesnake season, believe it or wow. not. Okay. They come wow. out of their dens and they sun themselves. So I didn't know you need it. There's a Pennsylvania rattlesnake permit yeah. that you can get from the Pennsylvania Fish and Boating Commission. With They have to have that with them in order to participate. All hunters must register prior to the event. And Where's your Irish permit? Sir? And there will be a hands-on training event for the kids at four different time slots. Okay. All snakes must be turned in to, el- to be eligible for Saturday's trophies. The contest will be based on the snake's weight. 
according to event organizers, <laughs> and for the kids. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. For the children. A guy I know called... That's a bizarre file. He's got a place in Montana, uh, killed rattlesnake. He actually ended up eating it, but what he did is he cut the head off, and then, right. he, then he had to, like, wrap that in something, and then he had to bury it because it's still got the venom in it. Okay. And the venom will stay in those fangs, like, forever. Really? Maybe not, maybe not forever, forever, so but the for end a of long time. time. Nah, maybe not the end of time. Okay. <laughs> but a long time. <laughs> yes, they could be dangerous for yes. a while. Right. Yeah, so interesting. All right, and that's it. So they got in the beat file for you. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Kathy, I need a number caller for the secret text word. Sixteen. All right, call number sixteen. If you know the word, you gotta call us because we got a great prize for you. Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment. WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. As we are moving things right along, we've given away some goodies. We had a secret text word that we sent out to those who texted. And uh, we were looking for caller number 16, I believe it was. Yes. And caller number 16 is Gina. Let's get Gina on the line. Good morning, Gina. Good morning. How are you? Awesome, Gina. Do me a favor. Give me that secret text word. A billboard. Billboard. <laughs> you are correct. Hang on. We're going to get your information, and we are going to give you tickets to see Shine Down. Presented by WMMR Saturday, September 11th at the Met. And tickets are on sale Friday. 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. And there is a pre-sale tomorrow. You can get complete information, complete information at WMMR.com and an extra chance to win for MMR VIPs. you got to enter to win on the contest page. Make sure you're opted in to the MMR VIP emails to qualify. We also grabbed a random texter, and that is Matt Croco. I believe is how you say his name, from at Glen PA. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kind of where, like, uh, Reese Asplund is from. Okay. In that area. All right? Uh, what is or, it? No. What it, what's the town? At Glen. At Glen. I'm trying to th- I was thinking of Bryn Athen. Is that near Bryn Athen? I'm not sure. No, no, no. At Glen. Nope. No, nope. we're close. Not even close. Not even close. Nope. It's out by Gap, PA, near ah. Parksburg. Oh, wow. There's a character called Of Glen on uh, The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. So that's close. All right, so anyhow, Matt, we're going to set you up, my man. Congratulations. You get to go see Shine Down as well. Uh, today's lesson question prize, also tickets, Guns and Roses. And this will be at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City this September. And uh, there's September 11th and Sunday, September 12th, by the way. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. So question, uh, we got to go with this. We had a guy calling uh, and... Or no, 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 I'm sorry. It wasn't a guy who called in. What the hell am I talking about? It was Kim Kardashian's stalker. Where did he take a dump? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening. You know that was from the 6 o'clock hour. Where did Kim Kardashian's stalker take a dump on her property? 215-263-WMMR. Let's do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on site. They also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works has delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. Visit mulchthis.com for details. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, longtime Bachelor host Chris Harrison announcing that he is done with hosting the popular reality TV dating franchise. Of his 19 years with the various shows, Harrison says he is most proud of never once 
generating a stable relationship. Hey, hey! Kanye West's first collaboration with The Gap debuted yesterday, and it's a $200 blue puffer jacket with no zipper or buttons to close it. Wes says the jacket is a perfect match for his next release, Turtleneck Shorts. Hey! And finally, French President Emmanuel Macron was slapped in the face while stopping to shake hands at an official visit in the southeast of France yesterday. The, uh, excuse me, the unidentified man was apparently a protester from the snail division of PETA. Oh. No. <laughs> they him over there, and that's your Hollywood trash. All righty, we'll see if uh, you know the answer to this. Uh, where did Kim Kardashian's stalker take a dump? And I will go to John for the answer. Hey, John, how you doing? Oh, good morning. Oh, good morning, oh, wow. John. All right, do me a favor. Tell me where Kim's uh, stalker took a dump. A koi pond. Koi pond yeah. is correct, yes. Take the phone out of your mouth. Hang on the line. We'll give you, John, a prize. And that is a pair of tickets to see Guns and Freaking Roses. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. And that is this September. Tickets for both shows, Saturday, September 11th and Sunday the 12th, are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. And you can get complete confirm, uh, concert information at WMMR.com. What's this piece of music we're playing? It's a song called Burlap Sack and Pumps. It's a Trey Anastasio band song. Oh, okay. Of course it is. All right, let's do music good, news. Though, Here we go. It is cool. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Jersey Mike's, the new grilled portobello and Swiss sub only at Jersey Mike's. Uh, order on the app, and you can skip the line. Jersey Mike's, be a sub above. Just have a couple of things for you. Coldplay premiered the video for their recent single called Higher Power yesterday. Uh, it was on the Viacom CBS Times Square billboard, among other places. The clip sees the band exploring a colorful trash planet named uh, Chaotica, whose alien language, which is uh, Chaotican, is featured in the video and across the Higher Power artwork. Uh, Director Dave Meyer said the video is a metaphor for how, right now, we all feel alienated, far removed from our world, almost like we're on an alien planet. And ultimately, we find love in the streets, and the euphoria shoots off into the stratosphere of our own energy and higher power. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since its release last month, Higher Power has already been streamed more than 75 million times. Ex-five-fingered death punch guitarist Jason Hook is set to auction guitars, motorcycles, memorabilia. Uh, beginning tomorrow at 10 a.m. Is that uh, the 11th? No, on Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, some of the items that will be auctioned off include Jason Hook Custom Harley Davidson FX STB Softail Night Train Motorcycle, a Jason Hook Kawasaki KX250F Motocross Motorcycle and Sign Helmet, a Jason Hook Got Your Six Airbrushed Gibson Explorer used on the Five Finger Death Punch Got Your Six World Tour. I'd be interested in that. Includes large signed autograph Jason Hook stage played custom white and olive Gibson M4 Sherman electric guitar says and more. Any Jason Hook cutlery? Maybe. It's got to be if there's motorcycles and guitars named after him. Hook said in a statement, I was asked to help support roadierelief.org. With an online auction, and I jumped at the opportunity to help our roadie crew member community get back on their feet. Live music is starting up again, but we can't forget the last 15 months where these critical members of our music community were unable to work. We need to get together and support our industry. Partial proceeds will benefit Roadie Relief. And then uh, one last story. 
Uh, the band P.O.D. Remember those guys? Yes. I forgot what P.O.D. stood for. Puddle of Dirt. No. 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 It was something it? religious, if yeah. I remember. Pots mm. of Dookie? I, I don't remember. Anyway, in 2001, P.O.D., I think they were a Christian band. I'm not 100% sure. Payable on Death? American Metal oh, yeah, Christian yeah, yeah, Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so they released their best-selling album, Satellite, in 2001. Celebrate the record's 20th anniversary. Uh, the group is hitting the road for its satellite tour, releasing a newly remastered version of their fourth studio album, which has been expanded with a rare and unreleased music set. Uh, satellite 20th Anniversary Edition will also be available as a double CD and digitally on September 3rd and is available for pre-order now. Uh, the tour for this begins August 14th, and they're starting off in Sturgis, South Dakota. Sturgis. Where they will perform at the famous Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. I wonder if Bill Weston will be out there. Maybe he will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. P.O.D., what does that stand for? Uh, the group will... <laughs> Pile of dickheads? <laughs> oh, my God. The group will play concerts across North America, including the Satellite Tours last show in their hometown of San Diego on October 7th. Uh, that's all I have for you today. Music. That's music. enough. That's about it. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, and we will wrap the whole thing up when we return. Don't miss the letter of the day for the word of the week prize. It's on the way next. Teachers rock, and WMMR thinks they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your school. No quizzes, smart boards, or TI-83s. Just listen at 615 when they'll announce a random area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for the coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. So listen for the day's featured high school and Preston and Steve's coolest teacher. Weekdays at 615. Sponsored by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Class dismissed. We're wrapping uh, the show at this point in time. And wrapping up the uh, MMR conjunction with the Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Independence Radiothon for the Miles uh, from Mentoring campaign. So I'd like to thank Mr. Marcus Allen for being on the show today. CEO of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Independence Radiothon. It's funny because, you know, I I know I'd seen the date where this is going to wrap up. And when I asked, he's riding a bike across the country with a group of guys. And when I asked, you know, they've been at, this is their fifth day, where are you? And he goes, well, we're in California. And I'm like, you haven't gotten out of California yet? <laughs> Dude, it is going to take you guys forever. Yeah, but yeah. it's going to take a long time. They're doing about 90 miles a day. But, of course, they were going to elevations of 9,000 feet, <laughs> I think. So yes, might be a little harder in this particular portion of the... Maybe once they get over the Continental Divide, they'll start, <laughs> start to coast down, down towards us. But... Um, yeah, so they're trying uh, their best at Big Brothers Big Sister, and we're lending a hand uh, to raise $105,000 and get 105 mentors, 105 bigs, as they call them, for their littles by July 23rd, which is when this whole thing is going to wrap up. So 105 isn't too much to ask because there are more than 750 kids in greater Philadelphia that are waiting right now for a positive role model. And you can go to miles.givesmart.com if you want to contribute. Easier if, if you'd like to go to PrestonandSteve.com, get the information. Help out if you can, please. Yeah, and he's got to, at some point, head uh, to and through the Rockies, right? Uh, which will be really, really difficult as well. But at, at a certain point, you'll just be going down, right? Like, I will, assume. Will he have some days where he's just only going down? I, I, Maybe. There have to be. Preston, yeah. you're wearing that Hawaii shirt right now, and you did that trip where you you 
Woke up yeah, was on, before dawn, right? Yeah, Maui went to the, the volcano, the dormant volcano, Haleakala, and, and you just, we coast all the way down. How many like, miles was that? Do you remember? I have no idea. It took a long time. Yeah. But it was just a complete coasting ride the entire time. Yeah, I want to do The that. only thing you need are good breaks. <laughs> yes. Because uh, otherwise you run into trouble. But yeah, when, if you're going up, eventually you got to go back down. So they'll they'll have some... They'll have a period where they can take it nice and easy, I guess. So, But anyhow, uh, we'll let you know what goes on with their trip along the way. Uh, and that was our only guest today. So uh, I guess we need to do the letter of the day. And I believe you hold that responsibility case. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter D. As in do it. All right. And we now have three letters, two more to go. Giving away two cases of stateside soda, two bottles of stateside vodka, and two rocks glasses. Stateside vodka sodas are made with just three simple ingredients. Stateside vodka, sparkling water, and real fruit juice. They're available in liquor stores and at statesidevodka.com for pickup or shipping in Pennsylvania. So we give that away on Friday. Uh, I'll thank our sponsors of today's program. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you by Acme. They have everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And by Everfresh Juices and Juice Drinks. Everfresh, good juice for good times. Uh, tomorrow on the program, our buddy Vinny Brand. Yeah! Is going to be getting in touch. We love Vinny. He's great. Always great to talk to him. So we'll see what's up in his world, and we'll see what else we can get into. Haddon Heights Senior High School, you get to vote for coolest teacher, and then we choose one more, and then we are done with that for the year. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey! Everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat, two da bat, two ba 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 